brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Online at inthisleague.com. Now, here's your hosts, Bogman and the Welsh. What's up, friends, and welcome into the In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast final episode of 2022. We're going out with a bang today on the episode. We have got a full go dynasty mock draft for you, which we are doing it live. F it. We're doing it live. We're just going to go and you guys are going to get to hear all of our instant reactions. So we, we didn't do a draft. All of the him and, and Han and all that yeah. stuff too. We're not like so. reacting to it after it happened. We are reacting live and we're drafting live for you with uh, 12 other of our ITL army members. We're going to be putting together this. That is a nice little fun perk. Uh, one of the many things, and we are getting into mock draft season. So I would remind you all, if you love us, if you love fantasy baseball, if you love life, if you love food, if you love <laughs> air, then you should be a part of the ITL army. You know, if you love your mother, if you love your father, if you love your significant other, if you love them, you would be a part of ITL army. They want you to have it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Love yourself. That's what love, we're if saying. you love yourself or someone else, you would be part of the army, but maybe those aren't good enough reasons. The better reasons are we have tons of ranks. I've got redraft. I've got dynasty. I've got prospect. You can get filled in on some of these mock drafts. We got leagues. We've also got access to us and more with our page, uh, with our group me rooms where you guys can be inside our baseball room. We have a prospect room. We have cards. We have all this different type of stuff. Someone just literally today posted that they got a couple openings in a keeper league and you can fill those out. There's a lot of reasons, and hopefully it doesn't take a whole lot to convince you guys. Come and check us out and make 2023 massively strong 
Go to InThisLeague.com, sign up today, get the perks. There's multiple levels, and we hope to see you there. And you guys can hang out with us because starting next week, it is mock draft season. Not just this week, but like every single week, we're getting into mock drafts, and you guys are going to be filling those out and taking a part in them. But today, Bogman, we are finishing off our dedicated Dynasty series with a big old mock draft, and we're going to be breaking all of that bad boy stuff down. Where we had a guest on, we had Eric Cross last week. We talked about my ranks a week before, and we kind of get to get into application now. That's right. That's right. Uh, going to be a fun mock draft. Um, I I just have to ask you: Is taking all Diamondbacks frowned upon? Uh, because mm-hmm. I think the Diamondbacks are the three year strategy. So win in three year strategy. So maybe that's not a good a bad point. Idea. You actually might not be. It might be the worst thing. I probably wouldn't, <laughs> but it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. You could target little Jordan Lawler, little Drew Jones, get a little Brandon Fott back in there, and you might be doing uh, half decent. There's a couple of those teams: the Orioles, the Diamondbacks. They are a couple teams that you would want to target for future, and that's going to be the big thing here, which we're going to have to figure out. I and I did this in whatever two episodes ago or one or whatever. There's not just three strategies. There's variations across the board. But to simplify it, there's win now. There is kind of the foot in and out of the door is kind of the like win in a year mode. And then there is the play for the future, which is usually two plus years away. And there's variations across the board. And that's what you're going to get to see today as 14 of us are going to be putting together all different strategies. Some of it comes on the fly. Some might stop being white, start getting real. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the (laughs) real world thing always kills me every time you do that, (laughs) when you do that. But like, you know, if you're going to go in with, and this, I feel really adamant about this. If you're going to go in with the play for the future strategy and that, and you're not going to compete and sometimes you may not know it. And that's something I really encourage people as you go into your leagues is give yourself, give yourself wiggle room to adjust, of course, but give yourself enough leeway to say this is what i'm actively going at and the play for the future strategy i think is the most important and maybe be the easiest because it's like you should then be going corbin carroll and gunner henderson soon probably second and third round then just start attacking the rest of the first round uh, the the top 10 overall prospects you know what i mean get yourself a kyle manzardo Get yourself to James Wood, but you know, push up a little bit further. I'm completely drawing a blank on my uh, Jordan Walker, Churio, Lawler, Volpe, Ellie De La Cruz. Like those should be your targets. You should probably try to come out of the first five rounds with like four of those, and it shouldn't be that hard in that dynasty if you have committed to that strategy. Win now, kind of the same thing where you've got to just put on blinders. It doesn't mean that you don't have to take Gunner or Corbin Carroll, but guess what? When you're in win now. The price you're going to have to pay for Carroll or them probably isn't going to make sense when you're taking Carroll over Freddie Freeman or you're taking, you know, whoever, you know, you're passing on these big pitchers and it's like, oh, I'm going to take, you know, Spencer Strider over uh, maybe Garrett Cole or something like that. So when now you have to have that mindset as well. And that's why you will see more people often than not have the foot in one side and out the other. And there's variations of like, I'm taking no one ever 30 and I'm going to play for next year, or I just want to take the best players and see how it finishes out. There's so many weird, cool things that are going to come about that, that uh, over in this league, we'll have a free post with all of our mock drafts that you guys can check out and you can see what strategies are actually going to, you know, pop up because that's kind of the craziness. That's the craziness of what they look like. And this is like the very first one too. I don't think I'm fully against doing a few more dynasty mock drafts as the season goes on. Maybe not going crazy about it because it's a different beast, but uh, this would be a good one. And I 
I don't know how many strategies we're going to see across the board. How many are going to battle? It's going to be a lot. Now, but They're always weird problem. and different. So yeah. that's going to be exciting for sure. I love it. And, and you're a win now guy. Your overall strategy is good. But you, you I noticed you've always in every mm. mock or real thing we've done, you'll tow right around like the ninth or tenth round. I feel like you get itchy and you're just like, oh, I got to have like a cool young guy. But you are a win now guy. Yeah, I mean, I do like to grab and stash just in case things go haywire. So I'm not wholly and completely out and have nothing, you know, uh, in the tank for the future. So I do I'll take like three or four prospects probably in, in this draft. And, um, you know, but most of the time, I, I think it's probably just an overall being jaded and being in so many leagues that shut down so fast that I'm a win now guy. Uh, that I, I lean towards that, but that is probably going to be my strategy for most dynasty drafts that I do, at least that are startups. So, so many have burned out quick in the first five years. So I want to win one time in that first five years. So, yeah, I think like win now is number one strategy. Mm -hmm. Play for year two is probably the one B to it. Uh, just going full on tank is probably not something I'm going to do, though. I would totally be willing to do a dynasty mock draft where I implement that strategy if people wanted to see what it looks like. But I, I do think it's pretty simple. Like I'm going to look at my for the most part, I'm going to be looking at my prospect list and I'm going to be going heavy on that outside of a few variations of it. So we can always experiment and we're always willing to maybe look into a few more. So that is what is on the docket for the episode. Going to be a longer episode. You guys can follow along with those ranks over at InThisLeague.com if you want, uh, or the draft board if you want to just go and look at it and just follow along as the picks go. Because hey, it's like a, you know, it's going to be close to like an hour and a half of us live picking 28 rounds of 14 different teams. So, you know, it's going to move through. You might not be able to follow it. Hell, we do these drafts and like I forget guys go. And I'm like, where the hell do these guys go? And it's just it's always a, a top thing that happens. A couple pieces of news and notes before we jump into this. Carlos Correa has still not signed a contract. <laughs> it's still not official. He is in limbo. They took some holiday season off, I guess, from speaking. But there's optimism that it could get worked out while there's also rumors swirling everywhere that he will not budge. We don't know what the hell is going on. It is by far the craziest baseball story of the year to follow. And if he'll ever become a Met or maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe he'll be a, a, an Astro again, or he'll hell, the Ricky, Braves, you or, could even be fifth. So he'll break a record, break an all time record for signing with the most teams in one off season. Yeah. It's very, very weird. Uh, what's happening here. I think eventually he's just going to have to cave, uh, because the, you know, what do you think he has to cave on? Like, what do you the think years. is the cave? He has to take less money. The years. He has not less money, just less less length of contract. See, I don't think like, Boris and them will allow that. I think they just got to figure well, out tough. what's the That's what's two the teams that have like, failed you on a physical man. The That's contingency. No, but they just need to put contingency. If, if they're so worried that what is it like in I need to give five outs. years, his knee is going to. Yeah, they need to give team options the same thing. or something like that. But, but that's the same thing that, you know, you, you yeah, can sign a guy to. Uh, you, you could sign a guy to a 13 year deal, but if you have an opt out in year three, then, you know, yeah, but I, but I think that's very, I think, I mean, I could be wrong here. I think keeping the exact same financial deal with opt outs is very different than taking less years, even less money than it was because Scott Boris sells all his future clients on what he's done before and gets paid off of that. He wants the, he wants to be like, I got Correa a $300 million contract, not well, we got him it, but then it cut down off of three years and blah, blah, blah. I think that he needs the finances to stay the same, but they need to put some contingencies in there, whether it's opt-outs or injury-based uh, insurances yeah. or whatever. And I don't know why that's a problem. I don't know why any of... 
well, I know why the the opt out team opt outs would be a problem, but I don't know why injury insurances would be a problem. But who the hell knows what they're talking about? Who the hell knows what's going on with Correa? somebody? How does, won't how does nobody ledge. know what's going on with any of this? Well, stuff? they they do know, but someone is just not blinking, and they're playing chicken right now. I think he wants to be on the Mets, and he's playing chicken with him. Who's going to blink first? All that stuff. I just think if you're the Mets, or if, if you're a Mets fan and you did like the Carlos Correa signing whatever. I mean, you know, even if they don't get Carlos Correa, you know that Cohen is spending cash on this team. So if they don't get Correa this year, they'll get somebody next year or they'll trade for someone enormous. Uh, so uh, I mean, they're just, they're going to be okay. So I think it's going to um, work though. I I, I think if, so too. All I think if I had to I bet, I would, I would say he goes to the Mets. I just say instead of what, what was the initial one? 13 or 12 years. 13. I'd say it's eight. You know, eight years, something like that. Just I, less. I gotta money. tell you, I don't think any of it changes. I don't think we see any. I just, but opt outs are, are basically what I'm saying. Like, if you say there's an opt out after year five, and there's a opt out every year after that, that's a five year contract. Yeah, I agree with that, contract. but but it's still it's signed as a 13 year. I don't think Boris and them are willing to come off of significant years. There's no chance it's less than 10 years. No chance in my mind it's less than 10 years. Even if there's I have a hard out. time giving Carlos Correa ten years a ten year deal. I, well, I, gave him a 13, I thought I gave him thirteen, 13 years. years. I thought it was ridiculous. I, I don't I don't like Carlos Correa that much. You know I think he's yeah. uh, a little bit overrated. So um, he's a very good player. I'm not saying he's bad or anything, but he, I, he's I a very good player. He's, but he's trash. And not he thirteen years. Who who does? I don't think the many Mets. players deserve a thirteen year. I don't think any uh, of them deserve. Deal. I think thirteen year contracts are wild. I think baseball's the worst. Uh, these guys that don't become free agents till like 29 years old and have to, that's why they fight for 13 year contracts because they are held to be free agents for like six years when they come up to the majors. Yeah. It's insane. So I think yeah, all of right. that is a disaster, but that beside the point in my mind, there's no chance this is less than a double digit year contract, not counting if there are some type of opt outs or whatever it is going to be. Maybe they give him a player, you know, that, that would be a fun, interesting one. If they said, all right, you give us, an option at, you know, eight years or something like that, or seven years. And we'll give you an option in three years. So he could rehit the market if he wanted, if everything is healthy and stuff, you could give both sides of it. But either way, this dude still doesn't have a team, which is insane. His old team, the giants, they uh, pivoted and took Michael Conforto. So they got Conforto and Hanniger now in that outfield, which is okay. Uh, the Rangers shored up a little bit more of the rotation, getting Nate Eovaldi, which they got a sneaky, nice little rotation back there now of like, yeah, Ivaldi and DeGrom and John Gray and I'm, I'm completely Martin Perez. And there's one other person I'm forgetting about. Uh, oh, Andrew Haney. They took Andrew Haney. So, I mean, that's a nice little rotation they got. I think he's going to be a nice, cheap option. Uh, Gene Zagura signed with the Marlins and it looks like he's going to play third base and Craig Kimbrell signed with the Phillies. Will he be a closer? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny because if you look at the projections on fan tracks, they have them for 26 saves. I just don't uh, believe it. I got to tell you. I, I, think, I still think it's Sir Anthony, but uh, I do too. So you know how the Giants just got uh what is it, Tyler Rogers? Yeah, um, they have both the Rogers. Taylor Rogers. Yeah. Taylor yeah, Rogers. Yeah, yeah. They got Taylor Rogers. In how I think Camilo Duvall is the guy and Taylor Rogers is the insurance. He'll get some saves and also is the insurance if they screw up. I think Sir Anthony Dominguez is the guy with Craig Campbell getting some saves and is the guy when Anthony's Dominguez Same. or Sir Anthony Dominguez screws up. So I don't think he is the defunct closer. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I don't think, like you said, he's not the de facto closer. I think they still go to Dominguez. They'll at least like, I think there will be a competition in spring. That's how they'll, you know, kind of post it. 
and they'll say, hey, you know, this is a uh, open competition. Whoever wins it, wins it, blah, 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 blah. And they'll go they'll go with that. But I think it's going to be Dominguez starting uh, starting as the closer. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be too. So I'm not looking at signing and getting him. I'd actually be more interested in Taylor Rogers, I think, than Craig Kimbrell. And neither one of them, I think, are locked into um, spots. Yeah, I think that's fair. I th- I think um, well, I, I would mean, say I would say it's more likely that uh, Dominguez Kimball fails over it. Duvall. Uh, well, Duvall is so hit or miss. I love him, and I drafted him everywhere last year, and he helped me out a lot. But I don't know, man. He is so when he blows up, he blows up. So um, they're both shaky. They're they're both way more shaky than they were a week ago. That's for sure. Yeah, it's, it's weird situations I got put in there. But those are kind of some of the big signings. Also, obviously, if you're curious about the Varsho trade, we did an emergency podcast you guys can check out just on the feed. It's about 15-ish minutes where we uh, break down the Gabriel Moreno and Dalton Varsho trade and Lourdes Gurriel as well. All big stuff. Some other small little things out there. Rich Hill with the Pirates. Um, Ryu and Royce Lewis both targeting returns probably around July as far as coming back from uh, their major injuries. Corey Kluber also signed with the Red Sox when they were putting together one of this, the most, I don't know, the team is just in shambles, like James Paxson, Corey Kluber, Chris Sale. Like, it's weird. They got Garrett Whitlock. It's just not a good situation out there. Some interesting stuff me and Frank talked about on CBS if you guys want to hear more into that. But um, those are some of the news and notes that are floating around. And let's not waste any more time. Let's set the stage. Let's set the table. Dynasty Mock Draft Time in this league.com to check out the results in this league.com to come and sign up. And also, I want to get you guys prepared. We got some cool uh, sponsors jumping on board uh, in the new year that I hope you guys are going to get ready for. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Make sure you're locked into all of our episodes as we are getting into multi episodes starting in January. So hopefully you guys are going to be joining us. But let's ramp up. Let's set the stage and draft a Dynasty Mock Draft. We're doing it on fan tracks. We'll do it right after this, friends. By the way, Fantrax, I'm going to hit end here. Uh, Fantrax got back to me and they said they were totally. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's in this league. Got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they used to make in this league i'm the smartest guy in the world says who iq test you took in prison brought to you by carl jr and here we go for dynasty mock draft time let's do the setup let's set this bad boy up here as we we it's a little bit weird i'm gonna admit to everybody we did put a 15 teamer out there we have 14 people signed up so it's gonna be 14 teams we wanted to do it bigger than 12 for dynasty 
but yet we're also doing it at a time that might be a little bit more difficult for people. So you hear 14, that's the reason behind it. Uh, here's who we have playing today in this Dynasty Mock Draft. With the first overall pick is our boy Vinny. Vinny from Down on the Farm and uh, Triple Play that you can hear him. We've got, could not tell you who this is, all in I think in it's Steven. I only know that because I saw from before. So Okay, yep, cool name, don't know it. Dr. Glenn is in number three. Barry Baker, this is, I'm going to give you a warning sign of where the first future build is going to go, at, right in front of me, Barry Baker at four. I am drafting five. We've got Blue Devil Boss, whoever that is, at six. Bogman, seven. Uh, I think that's Dan Snyder as uh, yep. eight, not the one that owns the Washington team. Uh, Aaron is at nine. Guthrie at 10. Barrow at 11. Toronto Tar Heels at 12. Mr. Hat at 13. <laughs> and uh, is that Chatty? Yeah. Chatty. Okay. Yeah. The, we have two army members that have similar names. It was like, I think it was Rob and Chad that will do like this Chatty, Chadillac yeah, type yeah. of thing. And it screws me up every Chattelac time. Chadillac Rob and then Chadillac. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. So uh, uh, apologies for people that I can't give credit for. Uh, but when you make your name <laughs> Tar Heel, Toronto Tar Heels, I don't know who you are. So those are the people <laughs> over on our Patreon at InThisLeague.com. You'll be able to see the draft list uh one fun little uh, hack you can do is you can go and look right now if you want and you could follow along with how the mock draft is going to look uh we'll have all the rounds for you to do we're going to do this live style with live strategy so this isn't going to be you know you could do a breakdown mock draft or you could do a live this is going to be a live one so bogman we start mm -hmm. here in about five minutes we've talked about overall stuff that's going to go on with dynasties i think having a basic plan is a decent idea, but sometimes you just need to let these drafts kind of come to you. But we know you're going to try to play win now. What is a perfect scenario for you uh, in I, this draft? I, what are you looking for? I mean, I'm right in like the, you know, uh, maybe Bobby Witt falls to me. Maybe Vlad no, Jr. No falls to me. Vlad Jr. Um, maybe. No chance Bobby Witt falls. If Bobby Witt falls to okay. you at seven in a dynasty, I think you're going to be pretty... Well, you know, I shouldn't say I mean, no you chance. You have him I, ranked at six, dude. Yeah. So I, one person uh, takes Vlad in front of me, and I get Witt according to your ranking. So, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, that, I'm that's the dream, but, yeah. but I, I, I did ask you, gonna... like, perfect case scenario. Yeah, yeah. So I think Vlad is probably going to end up being who I take, so... Okay, so then what is the what's the overall arching like first four or five rounds in you know best case scenario for yourself? No like, pitching. You... Uh, I'm not taking okay. pitching in the first four rounds in a dynasty because they don't last as long and they come with much much greater injury risk and long term risk and all that stuff. So I will probably take four straight hitters, uh, to be honest with you, and then work on pitching after that. So I think pitching is much more of a draftable through your your minor league draft and stuff like that commodity then i would be you know I, I think it'd just be smarter to take it there than take it in the uh the draft here so i'm not opposed to pitchers um i'm not going to pay high price for pitching as i wouldn't in dynasty though i will say one i think it's a very funny dynasty thing that happens where people in dynasty are like all right you know especially the i saw this is back in those rotowire invitational days of like well what you do is you get all the good young hitters and then you buy pitching later that's the dynasty strategy so I will say can be too expensive. Yeah, dude. Eight out of 10 leagues I have experience with buying pitching is so much harder than you think. So the people that try to sell you on like, oh, buying pitching, do pitching very last and blah, blah, blah. It's not as easy as you think you're going to have to pay up. So I'm not opposed 
to jumping in and getting pitching. But also, I'm not trying to do a super, super young team. This is my team build is going to lean more win now with a, a, some concentration on youth. I definitely will pay attention to to some of the youngins um, in the build, but it's going to lean win now where I think Boggs will probably lean a little bit heavier into win now. So, you know, based on my ranks, uh, Fernando Tatis, who I have at five, I think I think three guys that are in play for me, well, I actually think there's a couple. Shohei Otani is one. I just went on this long tangent on CBS too, by the way, where Frank and I were talking, Frank Sample and I were talking about um, New Year's resolutions for fantasy. And one of his was like wanting the industry to like accept both stats for Otani. And I was like, let's get one player. And then it got into this big, it got into this big discussion where uh, I, I didn't really realize this, that he said some people like him as one player. And then I saw some tweets that came at me like, no, this is the best way to do it. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not the best way to do it. And I, I, I fully am with Frank in that we should, we should accept the, all the stats hitting and pitching for Otani, but it should just be as one player all the time. And people were like, well, we've talked about leagues? it before where like, you know, weekly leagues. Sure. Maybe two players. So you can play them at both spots. No, but, but see that that's that my that thing because daily leagues, he's already the cheat code. What we want because daily leagues, you can change them from hitting to pitching, but weekly leagues, you can't do that. Weekly leagues are the place that it's like, just accept both stats. Just do yeah. it. Just accept both stats. And it's all, I mean, we're trying, yes, the whole point code. of fantasy is to be a reflection of real baseball where he is one player, where he is so, one player and yes. he is a cheat code in real life. And it's like, yes, he might be the he most has dominant pitched first and overall hit homers player. in the same game. So, yeah. Yes. So it, it, this is a difficult spot here um, where in a weekly league, Otani's value goes down a little bit. In a daily league, we are doing Roto, uh, but we haven't defined. We really didn't define if this is like a weekly or, or daily. We kind of go under the daily assumption. So I think Otani, if Otani's there at five, these guys made a mistake. I'll swoop on, on in on him. Uh, Bobby Witt is an option. Fernando Tatis is an option. And then coming back, I'm probably, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be looking a little bit older hitter. And then round three or four is where I'm going to be open to a starting pitcher. If there's a Strider or McClanahan or something that follows, but there's going to be a lot of value changes in, in what dynasty is, whether you're, you know, paying attention to like James's dynasty list where, you know, he's got not to give out his stuff. You should go and support Rotowire, but like Ellie de la Cruz on the most recent, I don't know how recent this was. It was like a month ago. Ellie de la Cruz is in the top 60. You know, will Ellie de la Cruz go inside the top 100 in this? I've got rookies in here as well. I've got Anthony Volpe uh, at that same spot at 60. You've got the Churios and, you know, it's going to be a really interesting mix of who the guys are going to do it. I will tell you right now, Barry Baker will be one of them. He will be the young future play for sure. And it'll be interesting to see how many do that. I think you're going to see the biggest mix of teams battling both sides, young and uh, kind of winnish now. You'll have one or two go full young, and then I think you're going to have a couple that are going to go full on into win now territory by not caring about, you know, I'll take Verlander. You mean, you shouldn't take Verlander in the top 100 or anything like that, but in that general range is what's going to happen. So what will happen here? Not all dynasties are created equal. There's lots of strategies. We're going to have a lot of hitters, which is going to push some pitching value. The young guys versus the old that are going to fall. And it's going to be fun to see. So in this league.com, you guys can see the results to follow along. We will be, we are live doing this. We are waiting for the clock to tick down right now. 
14 teams in here to give you a good respect mm. of what these teams are going to look like for our Baseball. first official mock draft of the year. And this one's got a dynasty feel in it. So ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. It's mock draft time from a dynasty perspective. Let's go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Number one overall, okay, Trey Turner in Dynasty. Uh, so that is a very win. Now, I, I think Julio Rodriguez is almost a consensus, and he goes number two. Number two. Dang. <laughs> yep. I mean, not that it was going to fall. Uh, Dr. Glenn is up. So, I mean, listen, with Acuna and well, Judge just went. I mean, these guys know where. I, dude, I, yes, they know. I mean, I'm going to get a value here. So I'm going to get a huge value because Jose Ramirez just went to Barry Baker. And that's leaving me Ronald Acuna. Which uh, in my dynasty ranks, I have Ronald Acuna as number three overall, but also Shohei Otani is on the board in dynasty. Mm. And remember when um, I was, no way you get Bobby Witt. Remember that? Yeah, right I'm going to go with Otani because we're assuming this is a daily. So yes, I'm going with Shohei Otani here. Uh, okay, so Acuna is going to go here, <laughs> and then I'm going to get. Uh, uh, now I'm kind of who do I want? Well, you're not getting Ronald Acuna. I mean, you got a couple great options. You got Bobby <laughs> Witt, who you talked about, but Juan Soto's also there. Uh, yeah, I've I got Juan Soto at Soto. four, and James has Juan Soto at two in Dynasty. So <clears throat> that's a great pick. Juan Soto with the seventh overall pick. So bam. Bam. All right. Dan Snyder's up. So nothing insane. I mean, I will say the Judge Ramirez Turner feels very redrafty. Uh, so I know Barry Baker knows what it is. Dr. Glenn, know, they, they've all confirmed. So just letting everybody yeah. know, this is a strategy for where people are going here. Jordan Alvarez is the eighth overall pick. I think I think part of part of this too, Welsh, is for you. You've been so honed in and so in on doing your dynasty ranks and looking at other people's dynasty ranks and everything. You forget they're just people out there that draft the way they want to draft, you yeah. know, they don't go off the dynasty boards uh, that, that people make. So they just say, Hey, you know, Aaron judge hit 60 homers last year. I'm taking that also that power for the next two to three years and riding with it. Cause he might be the number one player for the next, you know, three to five years. Let me throw this in with you as well, because this is a great point. Uh, and this is something you and I have worked very hard about. We'll get the last couple of pictures in a second is you will get lots of people that do industry dynasty drafts and they're like, here it is, here it is, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? You don't play with industry people. All you guys that are out there, you most likely play with a collection of people of what you just said, 
hardcore dynasty, maybe hardcore prospect, a couple that don't care about values. That's why I love these because this is a mix of people that support us but have different processes because this is how dynasty leagues end up working out. This it is, is not the real perfect. Yes. It is not 15 hardcore 15 plus year dynasty veterans. It is people constructing their teams how they want, even though it's from a dynasty perspective. So the last couple of picks, we had Jordan Alvarez at eight, Vlad at nine, Kyle Tucker went 10, Pete Alonso at 11 to Barrow, and then Mike Trout went 12. Leaving a, lot, leaving a lot of pitchers on the board. Whoever Mr. Hat is just took Corbin Burns as the top pitcher. And then Bobby Witt fell all the way to 14. You guys are crazy. Chad then, uh, okay, here we go. Chad then tapped it with Wander Franco. And then again, uh, my I hope Mr. Hat knows what we're doing. Uh, Garrett Cole is uh, the second pick. So he went Burns and Garrett Cole. So there goes Fernando Tatis Jr., an insane steal Wow, as well to go with Mike Trout. So this is really opening some stuff up here. The guy's still on the board, if people are wondering. Mookie Betts is still out there, which is a really interesting one. Bo Bichette is still out there. Those are probably two of the biggest young names that are still on the board, but um, this bad boy is going to get rocking Is there any way Machado falls back to me here? Absolutely. There goes Shane McClanahan to Barrow. That's someone I was hoping would come back to the third round. Uh, I mean, I'll take, I'll take Mookie if he's there, obviously, especially with them. Uh, there goes, there goes, there goes uh, Bo Bichette. Um, but, Bo, but Bo, uh, Bo, Bo. I'll take Mookie if he's there. Oh my lord, he might be there for me. It's I, I get one I of them. You. Yeah, I get one. I get Mookie or Machado. I get one of them for sure. Absolutely. Um, this is making it tough on me where I want to go. As Come on, far Snyder, as the take hitters. the Dodgers so I don't have to. Ooh, man. Come on, oh, man. Oh man, just take oh. Mookie Betts, man. This is crazy, man. There, oh, there goes Mookie. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't like Machado, but he's a very good player. He's a very good player. <laughs> so did Austin Riley go? Because I think Austin Riley's still on the board. So is Bryce Harper. Like I so I am a crazy person, of course. So I uploaded your top four hundred in last night uh for this. Okay. So uh we've got Harper, Riley, Alcantara, Harris, Carroll. Uh, that that would be the next group. See, here's my problem with list. Harper. I do have to think about this. Harper's good. Oh, damn. Riley, Harper's one pick ahead of the Welsh. That was my pick, too. We're because back. Har well, because Harper is going to be util only. And I can't go util only because I have um, Wanda yeah, Franco. Motani. Or, uh, yeah, uh, that guy. Um, <laughs> oh, man, that really snapped me hard. I think, see... All right, this one is so, so difficult here. Um, I am going to go with, because that was my pick, I'm going to go with a Brave, and I'm going to go with Michael Harris. I'm going to go with Michael Harris here. That's a tough one. Uh, that was a super tough one. Oh, man, there goes Spencer Strider. Dude, I wanted Spencer <laughs> Strider coming back in the third so bad here. Uh, the, Sandy Alcantara was a guy I was really battling, and I almost took. Uh, man, the Austin Riley one really threw me off, dude. That threw me off hard <laughs> welcome back to draft season welsh yeah we there goes here. adley rushman uh man that one threw me there goes dylan cease so dylan cease with trey turner is the turn and then um vinny is also going to throw in what are you gonna throw in here vinny what you gonna do vinny what you gonna do vinny come trey on turner, buddy dylan cease and who Come on, buddy. And there's some very eclectic looking rosters here. There goes Aaron Nola. So two pitch. So we now have two teams with two pitchers in here. That Strider one just I mean, that was so brutal. 
That was so brutal <laughs> doing that to me. Because now there's not a young pitcher that I want to be aggressive on. Uh, McClanahan and Strider, and then I would probably say like Alcantara were my top choices if I was going to go that range. But um, this is brutal. The win now there thing is Bryce really getting finally. me. There goes Bryce finally. Yeah, that, that, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm just not surprised by the win now thing. That this is kind of the uh, you know the dynasty draft. There goes Goldie. You know, I, Dr. Glenn is wow, just taking Goldie bets. over Freeman. Yeah, I mean, I don't buy that. Uh, I'm to me. I think Goldie's Freeman better, here. but he's also older. So. All right. So I'm going to do this. This is that I got to I'm going to be honest it. with everybody. This is pretty counter to it. what I said I wanted to do. And I'm going to go Corbin Carroll. God damn it. Yeah. Come on. I'm going counter to what I said I was going to do. Uh, this is a little bit younger than I wanted to, but I'm going to hope some of the veterans drop but I can't pass up Carol and Harris right there. So I, I'm probably going to have to just take Freddie here. I, I almost I mean, took Freddie. I mean, I was hoping Freddie was going to continue to drop, but just, you know, not going to happen. Ozzy Albies goes there. Yeah. I'm going to take Freddie. Yeah. Freddie's a great play. You got uh, Soto Machado Freeman. I would say you currently have the best win, probably the best win now, especially if you can get some pitching. I've got Michael Harris, Corbin Carroll and Shohei Otani. So, which I love by the way, if you're, if you're paying attention to James, that is, I've got three guys inside of his top 17 as far as ranks go. <laughs> and that's three guys inside of my top 25. So that's uh, how I've currently got this ranked out. So, I mean, I'm happy with that overall, especially in a 14 team league, but I do want to concentrate on win now. Dan took Gunnar Henderson as a great pick. God, I love that jazz Chisholm pick in the third by Aaron. That's such a sneaky ass pick. What I got to start really doing like guys that, uh, I spent half the year. Don't on the, do it. Uh, don't do it. List. Come on. Yeah, come on. Be, be, why don't you be a nice guy? Why don't you be a nice guy one time? Why don't you be a realistic guy? I was watching be last year. So you nice said guy. it. You pointed it out. Before I, like I did. I would take Jazz Chisholm, though. I'm saying I like him. Yeah. Look, he's he's an awesome player and he's a ton of fun to watch. He just spends a lot of time on the injured list. He does. Amber. Uh, there goes Framber Valdez. Wow. By Guthrie. OK, so the pitching. The pitching is there, oh, there goes Jacob DeGrom. I was hoping DeGrom would like slide back a little bit, but uh, not going to happen. The The pitching is definitely going at a higher clip than I even would have thought. There goes Matt Olson, but there's a lot of veterans still out there. There goes Brandon Woodruff. Mr. Hat has gone three straight pitching in a dynasty. Yeah, that is uh concern. Who is Mr. Hat? I, I'm not sure. Okay. This is a Mr. Plant. Hat. This is a government plat, <laughs> plant. Yeah. Yeah. He's the enemy of Mr. Stick. So yeah. there goes Luis Robert. Robert finally. Uh Robert was on just in terms of your list, he was at the top for a while. Yeah. So uh yeah, I'm just still young. I mean, he's he, he's a dicey play for the win now team. So I definitely understand that. There goes Marcus Simeon first bat want, to Mr. Hat. I want Francisco Lindor to fall back to me pretty bad here. That's a good one. I've got I think it's um, a little pipe dreamy, but that's I got a handful of guys that are on my list right now, and he is definitely one of them. I don't want is... any of these hitters. No? Outside of Lindor. Well, there's a lot of older guys. I like he, T. Oscar. This but... is the mix that happens early on in this draft is we've got a couple people that have made the commitment. There goes Nolan Arenado to the, to the older guys and the younger guys, but there's still this mix that's floating out there of both of them. Like, you know, Jose Altuve is floating around with, you know, Nolan Arenado was there in the fourth round. There goes Lindor to Barrow. So you just got yeah. Barrow. Are you listening? How is this possible? All right. T Oscar. 
After that, I don't want anyone on this list anymore. So you're done with all the players. I'm done with all the players. I, I might as well just go ahead and take a stupid closer. God, don't do that. Who just went? Zach um, Gallen. Zach Gallen to Guthrie. That's a good pick. You're two picks away, and you're committed. You've committed so far oh, to the no pitching thing. I want to ask her pretty bad here. Okay, one pick away. God damn it. O'Neill Cruz went. Ah, I didn't see that. You scumbag, Aaron. <laughs> Don't worry. Scumbag. Oh, uh, yeah. See, we got more people upset. Barry was also mad about well, he that wasn't pick. getting them. I feel so good to say that. <laughs> oh, it's the Welsh's favorite. It's officially draft so season. Good. It's officially Welsh, draft season. Welsh you were never getting them. You were never getting them. You almost you were, did that to me when I said I wanted Bobby Witt, by the way. You were so ready yeah, to do yeah, that, that to I did anybody. That. I did. Ellie De La Cruz <laughs> went to Dan Snyder after O'Neill Cruz. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, I'm one pick away. Man, that, that did Can I hurt. tell you who's at the top of your list right now, Walsh? Uh, my list? Well, I, I do want to just throw out that like there's adjustments that need to be made um, for the next <laughs> update. Well, no, I'm just saying like, you're going to, you can absolutely throw out players, but it's not a defend. I don't want it's people to be Buxton. like, Oh my God, he's going. That, that's all. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Buxton, and Buxton needs to come down a little bit. So yeah. All right. I, I did not I'm, think you were going to take him here. So Kyle Schwarber just went. So I'm battling two players that I want to take. I think, mm. I think this is going to get gross. Yeah. We're going to do this. We are going to go young again and I'm going to go with Vinny Pasquantino. Um, I knew it. Fourth round. Yeah. OBP, good batting average. I got really good batting average right now. I need to get power. There goes Eloy. But I, I will say that I might need to start turning to vets here pretty soon because this is, this is younger than I thought I was going to be, but I am okay with it. I'm very okay with this team right now. Vinny, Michael Harris, Corbin. I think James would be incredibly proud of me with the team I'm putting together. <laughs> he would love this team for sure. Uh, I like it so far as well. I mean, Dr. Glenn is taking the, uh, you know, 2022 wow. all-star team. You here. just took Max Scherzer in the fourth team. round of a dynasty. Jordan Walker went to uh, all in whoever. And then the turn was a Rosarena and Varsha, who probably his last year of outfield qualification. There goes Grayson Rodriguez. I kind of want to be the last person to take a picture, but there are a bunch of teams in the middle that have not. You haven't, haven't. taken one. Uh, Blue hasn't taken one. Me, Dan, Aaron, Zach Wheeler, uh, and Toronto all have not taken. Um, pictures there goes George Kirby. All right, so the guy I've been looking at here, think I'm gonna pull the trigger for a little bit more of. Oh man, a value now. Do I want to? I mean, I think he's gonna go in here. I mean, I'll say who I'm looking at. The guy I'm looking at right now is Alex Bregman, and. He's still young. You like enough. Corey Seager. Corey Seager's there too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bregman because of third base. So we're gonna lock that I got down. Machado. So I'm okay at third. Yeah, exactly. You got Machado. Yeah, no, there were a couple players there. I think there's a couple shortstops, if I'm being honest. Corey Seager, Xander Bogarts are both really interesting. Uh Correa's still out there. Jeremy. Oh, Pena. okay. There goes Emmanuel Classe, the first closer. <laughs> and then Edwin Diaz to Bogman. Yep. So you yep. got you guys weren't doing that. You didn't jump in early. Yeah, the, I just uh, well, there's there's the top level of closers, which is Class A, Diaz, Hater, and then everybody else that I don't want to mess with at all. So yeah, um, Ooh, Shane Bieber just went. Shane Bieber. So my next pick, if he does fall back, uh, I will. This is Welsh take the wheel. I'm not. I don't think he will. But do you think Lodolo? Any way Lodolo? I have a lot of picks. 
until I, I come Lido- back. You, uh, you're asking, do I think if Lodolo will come back? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think there's a fantastic- That's the highest guy on your list by kind of a lot in terms of starters. Yeah, uh, but he's down the SP list. We've got a lot of guys right. that are His going. His ADP is like one hundred, uh, like right around one hundred. Exactly, that's exactly right. There goes Jackson Churio. So, let's see. This Churio team Aaron took. He took Vlad Devers, Chisholm, O'Neill, Cruz, and Churio. So there, you know, we're getting a couple teams in that's here. That's a nice balance. All in WS did this as well, where he took Julio, Rutschman, Harper, Walker, and Grayson Rodriguez. And if you're not playing for this year, Harper's a killer pick because you've got time. You know, you got time for him to reestablish his outfield eligibility. Uh, Jeremy Pena went to Guthrie. Andres Jimenez, Romuto. There goes Carlos Rodon, the fourth pitcher. Mr. Hat has taken Mr. Hyatt. Mr. Hyatt. Mr. Hyatt. Yeah, Mr. Hyatt. Uh, all right. Chad, Chad is up. Dangerous Chad here. Yeah, we don't know what, what gonna he's going to do here. What you going to do, buddy? He's Come on, on buddy. Talking to bats. Come on, soon, buddy. As soon Helsley. as you walk through the goddamn door, everyone knew you was going to take Ryan Helsley. I did not think I didn't know that. Take Ryan <laughs> I did not either. <laughs> also, did not expect that. Nick Lodolo, never mind. Oh, God oh damn man. It. There goes Justin Verlander as well. And mm. okie doke. Things are opening up here. Frustrating. Uh, yeah, opening up a little bit. Probably Logan Gilbert. To be honest pick. here. Yeah. Uh, Justin Verlander. So you want to. So I think Toronto has not taken a pitcher. Aaron has not taken a pitcher. You have. Well, you took Edwin Diaz. So you technically don't count anymore. And me. So those are the teams. And Sander Bogart just went to Toronto uh, Tar Heels. It's a pretty dang good pick. Pretty good pick there. Let's fix it. Fix it. So I will admit, fix looking it. at my team right now, there goes Devin Williams. I am wow. kind of feeling that I might not be a heavy, heavy competitive win now team. I think I can compete, but I don't think I'm a winner. So I'm going to keep that in mind as I'm constructing the rest of my roster. I'm not going to chase win now crazy over good value because just looking at my team, like I got tons of stolen bases and stuff, but Carolyn Pasquatino are a little bit of question marks. I'm just, I am built for the future a little bit more. There goes uh, Cedric Mullins. What are you looking at doing here? And Logan Gilbert's at the very top of my list. So, okay. Um, but I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm a little bit split here, Welsh, because the last like really good closer I feel like is Hater. There's other good closers on here, but yeah. I mean, just for, you know, grab, take it, forget about it for a while. I'm kind of, this dynasty, but yeah, I might take hater. And did, um, did I miss this? When the hell did Jordan Lawler go? No, he's still on the board. Is he? Mm -hmm. Um, He's third on my list. It's uh, Buxton green Lawler. I I can't like, he doesn't pop up on the player finder for me. Um, are you, are you on uh, pitching? You have to make sure you hit all. I am on pitching. Very good call, my friend. There oh, goes yeah, Max Freed. You're up. Uh, you took Logan Gilbert here. Well, I'm one pick away. I will tell you that oh, there goes Riley Green. That was someone I was going to put up. I'm looking at Josh Hader as well. <laughs> um, but I just don't think I'm competitive enough to go in with Josh Hader. What do I you know, the, do here? the closers, the good closers, too, also will net you back a lot if you end up trading them. So it's kind of like a 
Yeah. If you do fall off and you want to trade him, you're going to get a decent amount back for him. Uh, I like but Lawler's the, still there. Yeah. Oh, what a pick. Crap. Come on. Man. Well, that was the pick. That was actually the pick I was going to go. With. Oh, OK. Last, that was right. My first pitcher. <laughs> I dude, I completely lost track of time <laughs> because I'm looking at I almost said the other guy that I'm looking turn at your thinking. turn your thing back on. Turn your horn back on. I didn't need to put, put your sound back on. on. I completely lost track of time. <laughs> uh, we are doing quick clocks. I would point out in most dynasty leagues we probably are not going to be quick clock like this at least by the way half. i almost did the same thing so yeah yeah <laughs> well we're at 30 seconds we're at 30 <laughs> seconds right now so just letting everybody know i had my cue set god damn it Corey seager was my pick that's who i was battling between then andrew vaughn who was a pick and then will smith and anthony volpe Ooh. were the last couple that is a brutal brutal run that just happened for me oh man somebody's got to take Lawler soon if you don't. Yeah. Well, and I'm still in that, I'm still in that battle place bogs of like, how much am I competing versus like, there goes Jose Altuve playing for the future. Um, there's still a pretty good shortstop market Ooh. that I, there goes Gabriel, <laughs> Gabriel Moreno to Barry's Barry. going crazy. You're, Barry you're like crazy, him. dude. I mean, Barry's a big, big prospect person, but you're oh, crazy, Lord. dude. But you're crazy. But you're crazy. Um, All right. You, I'm taking who, whichever one you don't take. So, Peter right. Lawler. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I'm looking at. There's no. I'm gonna go with just to see if I can compete. I'm gonna go with Hater. All right, Lawler. It is for me. Okay. I do have a couple other guys that are on my board that I'm looking at, but like you said, if I do compete, this gets me in it a little bit. Uh, Hater's a great trade piece. He's a good dynasty piece for a couple years on a great team. It's a solid pick, dude. Yeah, there there are some pitchers that I'm looking at that I like. The hitters are dwindling a little bit, though. There goes Kevin Gossman, one of the pitchers that was on my list. There goes Lawler, Gossman, Lawler. Um, I'm just queuing up some players here. Now I want, uh, I want another pitcher coming up here. We've got. Oh, I uh, see a picture at the top of the list that screams your name. Musgrove or McKenzie? No, go a little higher. Oh, if you're looking at the dynasty list, it doesn't. But if you look at the uh, the list on fan tracks, guy named you Darvish. Ah, yeah, but he's a hundred. Yeah, I mean, but still, there goes uh, <laughs> Carlos Correa to Dan Snyder in the eighth round. Some interesting builds going on here. Uh, I don't know what Mr. Hat is doing. It's five five of six picks are all pitchers. He will dominate pitching, hopefully trying to get... This seems like a win-now strategy that he's thinking he's going to get vet hitters to fill out. There goes Tommy Edmond. Christian Javier went Tommy Edmond. Uh, we're I getting think to it's also very like trade-centric because if you hoard pitching in a dynasty league, then uh, you're going to get a lot of big trade offers and a, yeah. you know, a lot of prospects, to be honest with you. A fair so. thing to mention, too, is is hoarding, you know, hoarding. Pro that's something that you have done in leagues before. Like people will kind of like hoard a position. There goes uh, I hoard quarterbacks one time. That's what you do. And, there goes Joe Musgrove. He did it again. That's six and, straight and, pitching. Oh, my God. I wanted Musgrove. It's actually annoying. It's, it's he's at least you've officially become the annoying person in a dynasty. So good job, Mr. Hat. <laughs> 100% the annoying guy. There goes Tristan. Oh my McKenzie. God. God damn it. That was Come on, top of my list. Chad. Top of my list. Yeah. Trying to push me off. Oh, look at you, Darvish. He's only 55. Why don't you take him, Bogman? I almost took guys. McKenzie over Hater. Almost. You're did not it. smooth. 
with that, by the way. I was pretty smooth. Not even a little. So ah, smooth not, operator. Absolutely smooth not. Smooth operator. Logan Webb. Okay. Um, yeah, not smooth. It's going to be Hunter smooth, Green for me. Kind of smooth. Operating. <laughs> who you take? I'm sorry. Who you take? Uh, Hunter Green. Singing. Hunter Green. Okay. Uh, we had Logan Webb. Seah Suzuki went in the eighth round. Boggs is about four or five picks away. Uh, there goes Adolis Garcia. And mm. let's see what this this pushes out here. I might, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back-to-back pitching. There are a couple pitchers that are on my board that I dig. I'm, un, I'm unsure. Man, there are a lot of shortstops. I really thought we might be in a place where people would push some of the older guys a little bit more, that like the Scherzers and Verlanders would be available around right now. And that's just not happening in this tiny. There goes George Springer. Here it's, I'm sorry. Two, uh, there goes Byron Buxton, who I 100% would have taken coming up here. So who are you taking? You're one pick away. Hunter Green. Okay. And Dan is up. You don't sound totally disappointed enough, enough though. So No, I mean, yeah. Hunter Green's at the top of my list. So 100% would have been my pick if that makes you feel better. That's a little bit. Yeah. You, you can have that. I've got uh so Oh be- my god, Hunter Green just went. <laughs> yep. Oh man, Dan, that's twice, bud. Mm. <laughs> Starting to hurt. Uh all right, I'll pivot. I'll go Freddie Peralta. Pivot. Pivot. He's gonna pivot. You took Freddie Peralta. I don't oh, even like Freddie Peralta, but whatever. Tell me when I'm up. I'm just looking at something. Um, you're up. Kyle Wright just went. Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright. <laughs> um. All right. So we since that was kind of answered for me, do, which of these three do I want to do? All right, we're gonna do this. We are gonna what go. You, what you What you want? Luis Severino with the eighth pick. And then coming back, I'm hoping to take Dustin May. Mm. So I've got some injury pitchers in here, uh, but guys that can all compete this year. So I'm hoping to get Dustin May coming back. I do have a backup. There goes Mondesi. Barry Baker's making a wild team, by the way. <laughs> wild. It's not bad. Uh, Gab- the Gabriel Moreno pick, I couldn't hate more. Um, it's like it's the most unnecessary pick you would need, but. I love the Miguel Vargas. I, he's got Kirby, Urias Strider, Jose Ramirez with Eli, Eloy Jimenez. Like, this is a pretty interesting team. Just the Gabriel Moreno pick makes no sense to me. Uh, Dansby Swanson, Royce Lewis. That's a sneaky-ass pick with the second-to-last pick in the eighth round here. So, there's uh, according to my list and to James's, there are still some great values that are sitting out here as far as some young guys go. Um, there's no doubt about that, but we are getting into, we're definitely getting into the territory of, you know, make or break as far as like what time, what type of team you're trying to construct. I got to see if I'm passing on any good hitters here. Who, who are you thinking about taking Boggs? Just give me a, uh, well, I'm up after you. So. Give me an idea of who you're picking so I can pick him. Just, God uh, damn it. Andrew Painter. It's a great pick. Andrew Painter's a fan. I almost took him over uh, Severino. Painter, Painter, I think is the last, like, uh, was the last guy on the highest guy on your list that yeah. has not played in the bigs. So, yeah, I gave, I mean, it was like painter was the backup to Dustin may, but I was considering even just taking him straight out. So that one, 
kind of hurts. Ooh, I want that guy. Whoops. Hoskins, Hoskins to Dr. Glenn. Barry is up. He takes Francisco Alvarez. More catchers. That's cool. All right. I'm going to take uh, Dustin May here. So I've got three pitchers now. Glassnell, Severino, Dustin May with Josh Hader. A decent young pitching staff to go with some young hitters. Um, my oldest hitters are Otani and Bregman. So what I have done outside of, I think, only Hader. I don't know. How old is Hader? I think I might be doing the under 30 strategy. Willie Adamas. I'm going to take Robbie Ray. Oh, okay. Robbie Ray there. You Darvish, Clayton Kershaw still on the board. Uh, Blake Snell, kind of the biggest pitchers. Nestor Cortez, uh, kind of sneaky as well. There's a couple closers. Hitters, you still got, I mean, we're into the hundreds now. I can't tell what is the overall pick. It doesn't say it. Uh, yeah, at the top oh, right, it's 120. Okay, 120. You still got guys like Trevor Story, Starling Marte that have not gone. Uh, Tim Anderson Perez. is my next pick. If he comes back to me by some grace of God, uh, that will be who I, I'm taking. I also him. had him on my list. So that is pretty, pretty good here. I've only I wanted ever... him pretty bad here, but I'm telling you that Hunter Green pick kind of dominoed uh, yeah. me here because I wanted I want Hunter Green pretty bad. I took Freddie. Then I started to get worried about Freddie. So I backed him up with Robbie Ray. Uh, it also helps my starting pitching, which is great. Uh, but, you know, I took Lawler. So Lawler's in my shortstop spot, but obviously not going to be starting this year. So um, Lazardo just went after you, by the way. And that was 100% in that crew of pitchers I was looking at. The last couple of picks, Tiedemann. MJ Melendez, Santander, Josh Young, Ricky Tiedemann, Yu Darvish, and Starling Marte. We are now the first pick in the 10th round here by Chatty. Uh, again, the Mr. Hat guy has just gone nothing but pitching. So um, part of it is probably, I just realized this, Boggs, you have this as just all pitching spots, no RPs. Oh, so, I don't have it as that. That's Fantrax. Well, so like Fantrax, whatever. Just the, That wouldn't be a typical dynasty thing. You would have RP spots. So I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's people just do what, what the basic setup on the sites are most of the time. So um, I mean... Most of them don't separate RP spots. I would well, say in seven fan tracks. If we uh, we did a poll, I bet seven out of ten dynasty ESPN and RP Yahoo spots. both separate uh, to uh, RP spots, but fan tracks doesn't. So I just do whatever the site we're on. I just do their basic setup here. Yeah. So I got to remember that because I just feel like the majority of people don't do that. But that is fan track. So the people, the majority of fan tracks people definitely do it. Uh, but I think all ESPN, CBS, every Yahoo, everybody else does it. And they're way more dominant than Fantrax is as far as, well, overall leagues. But see, then you get into Dynasty Leagues. The predominant play on Fantrax is Dynasty. Um, we had Trevor Story, Luis Garcia, Jake McCarthy. I mean, he, the guy, again, Mr. Hat is completely annoying me with all literally 10 rounds. Nine have been pitching. That's ridiculous. Giolito, Mountcastle, Casas, Grissom. But again, there's always someone that's going to annoy you in Dynasty League. So uh, that just happens to be the person. Timmy. Tim Anderson, very good pick. Would have been near the top of the list. Uh, there goes Drew Jones. Oh, I had two guys on my queue, and they were Tim Anderson. And I was going to say, well, Tim goes, screw it. I'll just go uh, a little bit, another young diamond back here. But Drew Jones would have been my pick. But the next pick after me, I like that. Yeah, that is solid. Um, has. I don't know if I'm going to get this in in time. Am I? Oh, crap. Hold on. Uh, Who are you looking for? All right. I was just checking something. All right. I am going to jump in and take my guy, Jose Miranda. Uh, I don't think he would have gone here, but this is his general vicinity. I like and that. Then, I mean, yeah. I mean, you have him at 100 and you just got him, you know, 
almost 40 picks after that. That's uh, yeah. a steal. Where do I want to go next is the question. I'm trying to feel some of these prospects that I don't want to pass too far on. Um, I mean, there is a big grip of them right here. You've got Wood, Veen, uh, Manzardo, Tovar, Perez. Um, that's like the next kind of grouping of those guys for you. There goes Manzardo. To, yeah. Um, yeah. James Wood is the one specifically. You just mentioned that. It was kind of on my peripheral. There goes CJ Cron. Where should Sanga go uh, in something like this? I think we're getting in. We're not there yet, but we're getting in the vicinity. I think we're getting in the general range here. Um, Dustin Mason. Oscar Colas. That's a sneaky little pick. The pitching is kind of thinned out um, thanks to Mr. Hat. <laughs> so you got to think about that. <laughs> I get annoyed when people do that. It, like I, when people just hoard something in a league, it is insanely obnoxious. But the person they just he wants all the pitching stats because they're all pitcher slots. So I guess that's his thing, and he'll pick up hitting and do something with them. But Salvi Cody Bellinger, pretty, and crazy annoying. Up. All right, oh, I am up. Oh man, oh man, I don't love the hitters. There's a couple sneaky guys, but I'm not mm -hmm. in love. So I go with the pitching guys here. You have five seconds. Gonna, uh, Three, two, one. Dude. All right. I got Kershaw. You get him? Okay. I, I wanted to take another pitcher here. I should have gone Nestor Cortez. Damn it. I'm going sneaky here. You're, uh, ooh, there went Yuri Perez. Walker Bueller. Oh, dang. That one Dang, pisses me off. Daniel. That pisses me off because that's a great pick. My Clayton Kershaw pick sucks. Walker Bueller is a great pick. I hate my Kershaw pick. You know, this is um, – uh, I'm going to sell people on the benefits of loading up pre-rankings onto fan tracks before because um, even in Dynasty, they, everything just lines up as um, – everything just lines up as ADP. You know, yeah, 100%. Um, so it's That's ADP from every draft. So there are some guys that are going to slip through the cracks here. Um, you know, that, that should be going in, in a normal draft. They're not going to be going nearly this high. So that is a great, great pick. And this is what I do. And I always do this. I feel like in every dynasty, I always have that one. Well, I have that one pick that I just screw up because like I, I've already admitted to myself, like I'm kind of playing for next year. And why would I take Kershaw? That was insanely Alex stupid. Thomas. Insanely, insanely stupid of me. <clears throat> the waste of a pick if we're being brutally honest. <laughs> well, it's not like Kershaw's not going to do anything for you at all. So you'll be fine. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a waste of a pick. Uh, we had CJ Abrams, which would have been better for me. Nemo, Pablo Lopez, Taylor Ward, Alec Thomas, Glaver Torres. Hey, Mr. Hat. Look Coming at in Mr. hot Hatt. with a hitter. Good for him. Uh, Khalil Watson. Okay. And then. And Andres Munoz. It's actually kind of a sneaky one. Crony. There goes Cronenworth. Um, I think I'm going to dip back into the closer area here. I think we'll go with Romano. 
if he comes back. I probably shouldn't say a closer because every time I say a closer, they go. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm trying to look at these positions here and load up on any. There's Joe Ryan, pretty good pick. See where there's some value. <laughs> so depressed uh, about your Kershaw pick. I just hate it. Like I hate I but I do that every single time. I do it every <laughs> single time I do any type of dynasty. I have that one pick that I screw up. It's like clockwork. I don't it I don't think fantasy pro stuff is up and running yet, is it? Or like I, mocks, I, I can't imagine that it's up. Could not tell you. Uh, that's a decent one. Blake Snell just goes one catcher league, by the way, if people are like thinking about that in their minds, that's why there's still like really good catchers that are available. Uh, I need to focus on middle infield too. I've, I just realized that there's some good corner infielders that are kind of making me upset too, because like that would have been good value for me. There goes Spencer Torkelson, but I can't take him because I also have Otani. I can't take, you know, first, I literally have my corner, my first and my util filled up. So I've kind of blocked myself there. And Nate Lowe was one of those. And take Romano Cortez to, might fall back to you because it was like if Romano went, I probably would have taken Nestor. Yeah, uh, no, Nestor's there. still here. I mean, he's the unless he's the next pick. Um, Ezekiel Tovar goes. Let me just take a look at my. Oh, see, I'm really playing both sides, which I hate when I do that. Hate, hate, hate when I do hate, that. Hate, 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 hate. All right. I'm going to do this, though. I'm going to go with Ahmed Rosario, which I think is a good value here at pick 160 with stolen bases and power. There goes Alex Kirilov. That's a good pick. It's that future play pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm there goes Nestor, of course. I am really in this middle ground of kind of semi-competing this year, but probably playing more for next year, and I'm trying to stay very cognizant of that. There goes Tony Gonsolin. I'm really trying to keep that in my mind as I'm drafting here that it's like, I, I don't want to do the Kershaw thing again, but I'm simmy here. Uh, but n- like the next year play, like when Carol and Harris have another year under their belt, all these pitchers are even more removed, um, you know, from injuries and stuff like that. This is a heavy next year competitive team. So I need to keep that in my mind. Um, Tony Gonson and Kyle Harris, uh, Harrison just went to Vinny. There goes Reed Detmers. And I have Anders Minas, by the way, around one on inside the one, top 120. So that's why I get stoked about taking him there. <clears throat> Do I want to go big value? There goes Marco Luciano. Tyler O'Neill, Marco Luciano just went. I'm up. Dang, old dang. I really wish we gave ourselves more time on these. <laughs> I wish you had. More time. More time. All right. Where did... Um, all right. I'm going to take James Wood. I'm going to go with uh, some Ute. Some Ute. I have a crazy young outfield, and I'm going to try to bear in some of the veteran guys to fill that out here in just a tiny bit. I just want to get in a little bit on that prospect game. I'm going to corner this. Tovar went. I'm going to corner this market. I'm going to take Hendricks here. and have. I had a feeling closer. you were going to do that. I thought yeah. about that too, but that was kind of in my Kershaw thing. You think so? I mean, I, I just I Ooh. feel like I'm in a good spot. Uh, I I could use another starter here, uh, but I'll I'll take. Well, there, there we go. Oh, there goes Hendricks. One pick in front of me. It's okay because I'll take Ryan Presley here. So uh, yeah, I meant I'll more like Hendricks specifically is one of those guys that could be in. He could be Craig Kimbrell next year. He could be not closing. So I'm just not like 
I'm not feeling that he's going to be a long-term closer. So I worry about him a little bit. There goes Jackson holiday. That's a great pick. Uh, what do you my... think about, uh, cause on your list, you have Kopech, but they said last month that, um, uh, for, you know, his rehab process for his shoulder injury from the end of the year is more gradual than expected. He's been a little weird off the, the field as well. Like, is that why? Cause Kopech just in terms of your starting pitcher ranks is the highest by a decent amount. Uh, at this point. Yeah, but I mean, he just the missed time is a concern. Uh, Oscar Gonzalez, who was on my list, Matt Mervis just went uh, 10th pick in the 13th round. You think so? You think the uh, like the shoulder injury, that's what is kind of dropping oh, yeah. him here? Yeah, but okay. he also kind of tapered down on the back half of the year, too. I think that's part of the problem. He's less exciting for a lot of people. <clears throat> um, I kind of think I know where I want to go with my next couple picks if we can get there. If we can get there, there goes Giancarlo Stanton. I know at least my next pick, but who's your next pick? Uh, you pick uh, Jose Abreu. Uh, so point. that's a great one. So that was when I was telling you, like, I feel I cornered myself a little bit. Oh my oh. God. There went Jose Abreu just God. literally right after he was the guy I couldn't take him. And I thought he would have been such a great pick. If I really, if I was being a little bit more strategic, I love Miranda but like, if I could have gotten oh him God. Abreu with Pasquantino, it would have been great. We had um, Ian Happ, Christian Walker, Jose Abreu, Chris Bryant just went in the 14th round, and Brandon Lau. So we're actually getting what some is happening? Values. Hunter Brown just went. That's a great pick. And this is where Mister Hat is going to be like, you know, this is why I did this because he just got Torres, Cronenworth, Walker, and Lau. Uh, though again, he is kind of like re-cornering back his own market. He has three second basemen. Uh, no outfielders currently on his team. He actually, yeah, he has Marcus Simeon, Brandon Lau, Glaber Torres. He literally can't play. Hey, he's a mad of those man. players. I don't know what he's. Yeah, he's just damn it. Nick Castellanos. You wanted Castellanos. I just want. I want like just a, a veteran power hitter at this point, and like no one's left. Uh, Patrick Sandoval. Ugh, Sango is going to be one of the picks I was going to make too. I was going to take Sango, but now I'm not. Uh, Sean Murphy just went and Bogman, you're up. Great. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't want any of these losers. <laughs> um, losers. Losers. How much did that guy 14 seconds. Oh, he did go. Dang. All right, I'm going to take Frankie. Who? Frankie Montas? Okay. Yeah, Montas. See him in uh, Yankee Stadium. Not my favorite pick. That feels very Kershaw-y to me. Yeah. Well, we're definitely in a not... Tell me when I'm up. I'm just taking a look You're at up. some stuff here. Um, You're up right now. All right. Um, not loving the area and the picks. Got a couple guys. None are super sneaky. Uh, let me check one thing here, and then I got to quickly pick. All right, I'm going to do this. We were talking about this before. I'm going to get a young, very good closer in Felix Batista. So I've now got Felix Batista with Josh Hader. 
There goes Brennan Rogers, and I've got kind of a crew of guys I'm looking to take next. I mean, I'll tell you, I'm actually looking at Cattell Marte in the 15th round. Uh, I don't love Cattell, but I need second baseman. He kind of fills up that spot. He gets traded. He's still going to have offensive potential. He's still going to play for a while. Uh, I'm comparing him against also Jonathan India. That's the other one I'm kind of struggling with. There goes Connor Norby. Norby. And looking at these young guys, man, there's a slew of very interesting young names that are sitting out there. Um, but most of my top 50 has kind of gone. On any of these guys. Yeah, this is this is getting a little bit tougher to stomach. I'm trying to see if there's any ones. What round are we in? Round, round 15? This is kind of round 14, 15 is, you know, the drop off. In excitement, at least. There's a lot of prospects up here, but I mean, I already took Lawler. You have like uh, Veen, Tamar Johnson, Elijah Green, Jason Dominguez on the list here. God, I was going to take Rizzo. Christ. We just had John Gray, Norby, Rasmussen, Horner, Lux, Rizzo, and Estory Ruiz just all went. So that's where we're currently at. I am up. Um, You know, Kopech is kind of interesting here, especially if I'm playing to the next year. So I want to take the second baseman. Bryson Stott's out there as well. You know, I think I'm going to let that ride. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to go with Aaron Ashby. That's a good one. Another one of those young guys Hanager. playing for next year. Really? Okay. I, I don't like Hanniger, but I need another outfielder and I need power because my hitters right now, I got Freeman, Machado, Tim Anderson, Juan Soto, and Tay Oscar. So uh, I need some thump. So I'll take Hanniger here. It's interesting. That, Hanniger going earlier in Dynasty than Redraft this year. So you think so? Oh, no, he oh, is. Oh, Hanniger is going around like the. Oh, you know what? No, I'm sorry. Hanniger is going around 170 in NFBC last that I looked. So this is a little bit later. 204. Yeah. Uh, there goes Kopech immediately after I took. Uh, yeah. So. That was Kopech and um, Kopech and Ashby were the two I was looking at. There goes uh, Diaz with the Reds. There's another closer off the market. Mm. I will say that like I am struggling a lot with this, but I do feel like I'm putting together a team that is going to just like it's going to sit around this year. But next year, I mean, when Glass now and May are kind of removed, Ashby's in the starting lineup. I got two closers that I really like. I, I mean, Tyler Glass, I love this. I have Otani as a pitcher that I kind of keep forgetting about. I am forgetting about that. And he's one of my hitters. I mean, James Wood is the only non-productive player I have so far this year. So um, it's actually a really, like, I'm into this team as much as I wasn't in the early build portion of it. Oh, I just queued up India. And there he yeah, goes. there goes India. Um. Brian Bayo just went. Mr. Hat's going to take another second baseman probably here. His continuation of hoarding. <laughs> it's got to be position. an outfielder, right? Like this has got to be. Mean, like I don't know. Or somebody. Uh, the guy's just doing whatever he does. Um, it's Hunter fascinating Renfro. to see. What's that? Hunter Renfro. That's the pick that, here. Oh, it's still scrolling for me. So. Oh, is it? Oh, no, no it's still scrolling for me. I was just guessing. Oh, okay. I was just thinking power. Got to have one player in the outfield. Eugenio Suarez. So there you go. Like I said, uh, infielder. Well, I said second baseman, but there you go. He did get his third baseman. Congratulations. You can take another guaranteed another third baseman coming right after this too. Got to double up on these spots, Welsh. What's you got to double them up. That's what you got to do. All right, Chad E is up. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Boy, oh, pitching definitely has fallen. To his credit, there goes Marlon Lariano. Pitching has definitely fallen off. Well, to his credit, you mean uh, because of because him. of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, oh, Mackenzie Gore. I just saw his name pop up. There goes Javier Baez. That's actually kind of a sneaky he's, one. He's doing the all-power, no-batting average team outside yeah. of Jake Cronenworth. Walker, uh, Suarez, Baez, Brandon Fat. Oh, you bastard. Sneaky, sneaky. Killed Kenny, you bastard. That person is for sure made up. Oh, come on. Brandon Fott, by the way, is what I was Fott? told. I was corrected. Oh, I hate yeah, that now. is Brandon Fott. Not Just fat. It's fought. I am. Uh, yeah. You and I are not fat bogs. We're just fought. Yeah, we're fought. Damn. I just, I just queued up Contreras too. What the hell is that? I, I had him on the list a little, a little, t- I let that linger a little too long too. <clears throat> my bad. Hand up. My bad. All right. What so we are definitely slowing need, so. a little bit. Um, I need to fill second base. I need to Same. fill middle infield. I got some outfield mm-hmm. and a couple more pitcher spots. I technically three more outfielders because James Wood isn't going to do anything for me now. Yeah. There goes Willem Contreras. We had the brothers. The go. Contreras's go. Yep. There Nolan goes Nolan Gorman. It's not a bad pick. No. I got to look here at what this outfield looks like. Outfield's getting pretty gross. Yeah. For, for now, can... contributors. For now, contributors, it is. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take a, a prospect here. I think I'm thinking I'm going to take Mean. Because I'm just looking uh, at yeah, these outfielders. Well, there goes Jason Dominguez right before you. Yeah. And Veen is going to produce uh, sometime soon, too. And you know how I've always been. I love the Colorado prospects. Wow. Trevor Bauer just went. Wow. I mean, look. Wow. He's wow. eligible to play. We have no idea where and if. Any team is going to give him a shot, yeah. but uh, you finally took a tell. I, I took mean, a tell at we've both been lo- uh, Let's just be honest. We've both been looking at Cattell for like five rounds. For five and, rounds. Yeah. 100% <laughs> five rounds. Without question, it's been five rounds. It's one of those. No, no, no. That's, I'm being a homer. I can't do it. I can't do yeah. it. Well, you know, um, you know it's, it's fine. Um, like inside the top 200 is it's kind of dicey depending who you look at. I don't think James has him inside the top 200. Um, where the hell did I have him? I think he's coming down a little bit. In my next rank update. Yeah. I got him outside like the top 150. So, um, but he's still 29. I'm just Ben and Tendi had been at the top of my queue for a couple rounds. So, uh, I just figure I need power cause I have batting average with Freeman and Tim Anderson and, uh, Machado and Soto. So Ooh, I need a right. thumb. We had uh, Chris Morrell, Max Muncy, Verdugo, Benintendi, and then Rojas went. That was another one I was still staring at. Uh, Rojas by uh, Vinny on, down on the farm. <clears throat> I feel like I got some sneaky guys in here. There's Mason Wynn, but I don't know if we unload the sneakiness yet. That's always the battle is when do we need to unload the sneakiness? I've always uh, said that, Bob. Yeah, you've always said that. It's been uh, a thing. I think you have a tattoo that says that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't have anything sneaky. I just have like, ugh, I got to fill these spots in a couple like second bases. So I'm not bad. looking. Am I up? Yeah, you're up right now. You just okay. got to. Okay. Uh, we so, had Dre Jameson, Chris Bassett, Mason Wynn. Pick two. All right. So do we want to do which of the sneakies do we want to? I think that I can wait on. You know, I don't want to keep going with the young guys, but I feel like this is a pretty good value here. Uh, I don't, you know what? 
No, we're gonna do this. Is it? We're gonna go Bryson Stott. We're gonna. I was gonna talk myself out of it. We're gonna get Bryson Stott, who's second in short qualifications. I uh, I like the uptick and the bounce back this year past two hundreds. Uh, that'll do. That'll do. Pig. Uh, I'm gonna take Drury because I need power and I need second base. So uh, we'll go with Brandon Drury here. Not uh, my favorite pick, but kind of a necessary pick. Trevor Rogers went in between us, which is actually a pretty good pick there as well. That's sneaky, and that's four straight pitchers for Blue Devil here. Ooh, uh, Elijah Green was who I was going to take, and I last second pivoted off it because I took James Wood. Great pick. <laughs> there goes Flaherty. Back Flaherty. Baby. Batty. 80. Uh, um, I got a couple more guys here. But what order? All right. This is a I get worried around this area with Barrow and I mean who knows what Mr. Hat's doing probably Tyler Malley we assume he's going to go heavy outfield now it's going to be all outfield that's the assumption but I think uh, back to pitching you don't think back to pitching Come yeah on. maybe back to pitching you're right about that you got to make sure <laughs> that you have that short up last, so yeah <laughs> and no relievers so no no relievers make sure you got to make sure you're good <clears throat> I'm looking here on this list. Of the sneakies. Can we be sneaky? All right. Uh, Toronto Tar Heels takes Colton Kowser. Where like does Espino pick? need to go? Because Espino, did, aren't they saying he's got something nagging him? Uh, he's been, well, he was like injured pretty much all year. I mean, you're getting into like, we're getting close to the vicinity. Like we, we've already started to tap into like the 20s and 30s of prospects we're getting into. So, you know, between like 20 and 40 is Espino. So I, I'd probably say like the 19th. 20th round, like right around the 20th round is where he's probably viable. Gotcha. All right. Mr. Mr. Hayat taking all goes the with for wit. his fourth. Oh, I guess that's an outfielder. I'll say his fourth, second. Technically. Baseman, yes. Yeah, so technically got to make sure you got flexibility in case the first three second basemen don't work out. You can do that. Uh, there goes Jared Kelnick, who I will admit I had on my list. I heard um, Spore talking about Kelnick the other day and saying he's just done with them. Uh, well, which, I, think, I think me a little bit with him. No, I think you can be done. With I think him. you can too. I just think in, in a overall process, there goes Hunter Renfro. I knew he was going to Mr. Hat. You did know um, he was going there. Just took a little uh, while to chatty. Um, but it was one of those things where he said, Hey, look, he's had a couple shots and he just looks so awful at the big, league but there's level. also got to be this yeah. point where it's like, you have this acceptance that if a guy works out, that's fine, but I'm done. Like I'm right. done with if this like you've seen multiple shots, it hasn't worked. We don't. What's the thing that's going to click? Fool me I don't once. Think any of us really know. Yeah, hundred percent. So we can't get fooled again. I don't blame anybody that wants to be done with him. Yeah, uh, I'm not out, out, out. But like, I'm not. I'm not like, oh man, I missed out. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to be super upset about it. It goes Lance Lynn, Jose Brios. I did have Brios on my list. Brios telling truth. Such a terrible year. God, it was bad. Well, I this mean, I I have I have Barrios in a, a bunch of spots, so you know I was uh, part of the issue here. Oh, there I, goes Espino. Speaking of, just went okay. He was he was kind of high uh, when we look at starting pitchers on your list. Your uh, just Shida, went. That's a good pick. I'm going to take Rowdy because I need thump and I need a CI. So I think that's a sneaky pick. I'm looking. I think I might go Lars Newtbar. Um, Newt Bob. I've got some sneaks here. I just don't. When do you pull? When do I pull the trigger on them? I mean, I'm you know not going to pull the trigger and they're going to get taken. Well, there's Conforto. Right. He was another guy that was on my list here. 
outfield is really thinning out. And outfield's just bad at this point. Yeah, I'm gonna go with new more. bar here. We're gonna go with new bar. And then I think that goes Ryan McMahon. I might go with let me look at the catcher situation. It got kind of gross. There goes Martin Perez. I think I might pull the trigger on Logan O'Hoppy here. This might be my Logan O'Hoppy range. Just because I don't really like Raleigh, I will say, is very interesting just because of the shift change and what that maybe could do for him. But like Travis Darno and Keebert Rees, they don't really do much for me. Danny Jansen's another good one. I'd throw him in that list if I do pivot off. There goes Chris Sale. Sale. Um let's see here oh everyone's loud outside my door that's cool <laughs> i probably hear them yep of course <laughs> yep hey everybody let's go find where dad is where he's working and let's just scream outside the door there goes david bed and i yep they're still doing it you hear it <laughs> i don't hear anymore i i i want to uh, this is crazy gonna blow you guys away i have a whole house there's a whole house where oh, people you can mean move around. It's not everything isn't right by your door. Yeah, I mean, I know it's shocking. I figured there was an amusement park. Right Here's another thing. The door. There's two stories. There's even two stories <laughs> to the house. It's it's a wild thing. You could go happen. all the way away. Yeah, but you know, if you need to, just stand outside my door and just yell as loud as you possibly can. <laughs> That's what I want to make sure that you do. Make sure you make sure that I offer there. that. That's right. Did, when did Shane Boz go? When Carlson went. Uh, I'm not sure. Did he go? Yeah, yeah. He's not on the list. I don't see him anymore. Uh, must have just been one that we missed. All right. I'm up. I am going to pull. I'm actually going to start getting into a little bit of sneak range. We're going to okay. do this first. We're going to go Mike Soroka. Soroka. Because remember, right. I'm being mindful of next year. I'm. I want to compete this year, but I'm being mindful of next year. <clears throat> And then I've got one more I'm going to pull the trigger on. And, you know, if Logan O'Hop, what goes, Hoppy goes, whatever, I don't care. I'd like him, but. Still uh, a catcher. All good. Yeah, he's still a catcher. Uh, there's there's great prospect catchers that are going to be out there. So I'm not, like, super worried about it. Take Josh Bell. Stick me at Util. That's sneaky. Sneaky. <clears throat> a little <throat> B. You're just a sneaky you little You like B that? Here. You like, you like apples. that? Um, we're in a weird range too here. All right, now I'm <laughs> making sounds. What's that? Yeah, Who's making sounds here. God. Did you get that Bill one where I sent you the other day where the guy was like, wow, and then the guy responded to him with, oh, no. <laughs> That's what that's what your voice does when you get you when you're real tired. You get into the uh, Nick Gavin. What? Oh, Gavin Williams went first pick in the 19th round. So maybe I haven't been listening to these off. We had Gavin Williams, Evan Carter, Jerks, uh, yeah, Jerks and Profar, Dylan Carlson, Soroka, Montgomery, Bell. That is Johan Duran. That's a sneaky pick. Jorge Polanco and Jorge Lopez. And I didn't realize Gavin Williams went. I was trying to be trying to be a silly goose there but apparently i will not be a sneaky goose goose. yeah a little sneaker but he already went all the fun pitchers in in prospect land have already kind of gone so you guys are lame (laughs) lame 
Lame. Lame. I like this. Guy. Totally weak. Down the list. All right. We had uh, Harrison Bader, Gregory Soto, Seth Brown by Mr. Hat. That guy's Get a villain, man, too, by the way. Mr. Hat is a true villain in my eyes. <laughs> a true villain. Austin Wells. And it's it's also like the funny thing is like those true villain guys too usually like are good and they put up good teams and like he, <laughs> like I don't I'm not gonna like his offense that he put together but it is very it's gonna be competitive with what is going to be hands down the best pitching staff in a dynasty it has potential to work it definitely but he's punting, does but he's punting lots of stuff and that's something I don't like to do. he's 100 percent punting saves because he has no he's all going all starting pitchers to dominate and he's 100 percent punting batting average. And he's trying to pick up power by going Walker, Johanio, Renfro, Bias. So oh, he has straight it. up punted two categories. And it really stolen bases, maybe. So three-category punt in a dynasty? I don't know, man. Uh, Kenley Jansen, Daniel uh, Bard, Paul Seawall, Josiah Gray, and Barlow. So a big closer run. Are you upset about the closer run? Uh, well, I wanted Kenley, uh, and, and he went. But I'm going to do this. This might be a little sneaky. Clay Holmes. Okay, that's a good one. I got a little nervous there when you were saying sneaky. I was like, mm. I had Ty France, but I, I don't have a spot for him. Uh, he just went one pick after me. So I would have considered him as well. <clears throat> All right. Oh, I'm up. Um, yeah, you're up. Don't take my guy. I know exactly who I want next. So don't do it. All right. Well, I got a couple guys here. I, I'm going to go with, we're going to do this because I don't want this to escape me. This has been a sneaky one for a while. Drake Scooble. Okay. Because of the injury and people forgetting yep. about him with the yep. big strikeouts. No, he That's was all. the top of the li your list uh, of your starting pitchers. He was the top for like the last three rounds. Yeah, I considered him, but then I just I wanted the closer. So, so who's next? I don't know. Who are you taking? Well, you're up before me. So, but who do, do you want? I know who I want. Oh, He's yeah. a player on a team. Uh, Peraza, team? Winker. Next to there goes. Oh, Garrett Crochet's a nice one. That's a pretty good. Someone got on me about not having him on like my dynasty list right now. And it's like, well, the reason behind it is the guy's coming off of Tommy John. He's also not guaranteed a starting pitching spot on that. Team. There's a, like they yeah, were working all, him in relief. They, they've got a lot of good players on the White yeah. Sox. Well, also like this is one of those guys that could go into relief limbo. He could be a closer. So I don't mind the pick, but it's like also don't get on me about not having. He's him a little because tweener. I think there's major yeah. questions. Yeah, a little he's bit a of a tweener. A tweener. All right, I've got all my offensive positions filled except on, for Benny. outfield. One outfield spot, and then we're getting Pete into Crow bench. Armstrong. There goes Pete Crow Armstrong. Good pick. So I wonder who it is you want. It's not anybody fun. It's boring. Oh, okay. So if it's boring, is it ooh, is it J.D. Martinez or Anthony Rendon? Which one? Ooh. I'm not taking either one, FYI. Yeah, so. it's neither one of those guys. Neither am I. Uh Dr. Glenn is up. What old crusty vet is? Uh, oh, I know. I know one that you would love. It's got to be Colton Wong. That's not it. That's a good. That's a good one. But that's not it. Garrett Whitlock. Uh, Garrett Whitlock. Dr. Glenn. Barry's going to go something sneaky here. Like he always does. Some Bruce R. Uh, oh, okay. Not, okay. So I'm up here. Right, Bruce R starts closing, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So I've got a million decisions. Which one do I want to pull the trigger? I really like this older pitcher. I don't want this guy to get away from me. You know, I'm going to do this. 
And you guys might be surprised. I'm gonna go with Harry Ford. Okay. There you go. I really like Harry Ford. Who now who's your guy? I mean, it's not it's Jeff McNeil. It's not anyone surprising oh, or fun. Gotcha. I just I'm gonna keep, you know, last year I was bad with the average. This year I'm probably swinging back. I'm probably overcompensating a little bit, but I'm gonna get me some batting average. That's Gavin sure. Stone, Jeff McNeil. I got a couple prospects on the list right now. Currently in my starting lineup, though, I do have two prospects that would have to get filled by veterans, one outfielder and the catcher spot. Um which also kind of changes maybe my catcher approach that I could go with more of a crusty old vet, but I need to focus on probably some outfield, some pitching still, and not a lot of great players left outside of like just playing for the future, which again, I have a little bit of freedom because I'm kind of thinking like that kind of thinking I'm not heavy, heavy competitive this year, but I love the rotation. I love the pitching staff I have for next year. I think it's nuts and the hitting is pretty good though. If I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm pretty devoid of power where I should be. And that's a, that is a big screw up on my part. I need bigger power guys. More power prospect, big power prospect guys. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of not good power guys. That <laughs> I want to jump in on. I want, and looking here, I think around my top 35 or so of hitting prospects are just gone, gone. And then, you know, there's a whole bunch more that are, um, you know, so probably like 50 to 60 prospects, I think, in general that qualify have probably already gone. If people are wondering. Oh, but there's one that hasn't. Is he really not? Joey Gallo, still there. (laughs) Did this guy go? I don't want to say his name, but I don't see him. Mark Johnson just went. Julian. That is who? That's literally who I was looking for. Uh, Literally looking for Tamar Johnson. I'm like, where the hell is he? And he just went. Tar Heels just took him. Yeah, at pick 298 or 97, it looked like. There's John Birdie. Cal Rowley had went. Birdie here in the 22nd round for stolen bases this year. That's that's a good pick by Edward Julian also went in there. That's a good pick. Justin Steele. Do you like uh so here's apples? what I'm I'm between. Do you like apples? No. Uh Where did Edward Cabrera go? I I feel like he went a little bit ago. There goes South Relic. You're getting a lot of uh prospects now. God damn it. South Relic was literally the top of the outfield list I was looking for. I have Lawler and Veen. Those are my two uh prospects okay. here. Um I need two more outfielders. That's uh mm what i need left uh nate eovaldi or sean Manaya welsh what do you think eovaldi going to texas do you like that for him um eovaldi or who Manaya. i'm just gonna take Manaya. i only have like i like man i like Manaya more in a dynasty but uh i do like the move to texas for eovaldi it's a good move for him for sure yeah i think i might go heavy on other uh, went uh indy rodriguez i think i might go some heavy prospects here um this is another one i'm gonna take brennan davis for a little bit of proximity and then, if I'm being honest, I think I'm going to, oh, you bitch, Baker. I was 100% going to go Jackson Merrill with the next pick. I didn't even get it out of my mouth. Nope. <laughs> That's not wah, happening now. Rafael Montero, Jackson Merrill went, son of a bee. Son of mm. a biscuit eaten. Ah, dang it. French toast. The French. So where did, oh, I'm on outfield again. 
That is a very dangerous thing on when you're looking at a specific position, you start putting someone's name, but I also don't see him. Dude, I did it again. I'm like, where is Zach Neto? He just, just went. went. I have a bad habit of this right now. Neto just went after Montero and uh, Karen Chack. We are now the 23rd round. We are only going uh, six more rounds. So just for everybody to know, it's not a full, but we, you know, we're going to get 400 plus players in 400 so, or so players or close to that. That. Now, yeah, well, oh, what are you going to do? And hmm? here, nothing fun. This oh. is boring. This is just roster movement to get my positions covered here. Gabriel Gonzalez just went. Um, yeah, my prospects are going, going, and gone. I'm pissed Edward Julian went. That was one I would have liked to. I am looking a little, little bit more proximity on the prospects. But there's only so much you can do right now. Am I up? Uh, uh, no. Jordan Westberg. Uh, that's interesting. Miles Mikulis. Cody Morris just went. And I'm up. Uh, this is just one guy I think I can get some production out of right now. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have him quite as high as James does, but James has him inside the top 150. I'm going to go with Josh Naylor. Naylor. So, All right. Um, I'm going to move Naylor in. Oh, I can't. You can't edit your rosters on these? You can. I just did. That's what I was uh, doing. That's what I was hemming and hawing about. Why isn't it? Oh, you have to do the starter. No, it's not letting me. Who do you want to move? Oh, because Naylor only qualifies at first here. Well, that's a mistake by me then. He's an outfielder, but... I mean, he'll uh, qualify Taj Bradley games or whatever. Yeah. So. Uh, thyroid Estrada just went. That was my thyroid. I moved McNeil down the outfield so I could put thyroid uh, at second. Thyroid. Uh, Anthony Rendon finally went pick 316. <laughs> Rendon 316 says, I'll whoop your ass. All right. Um, says, I'll go on the IL. <laughs> says, owie. <laughs> <laughs> Says Owie. It hurts. All right. <clears throat> Try to kill some of the silence here. Yeah, just looking at these players. This is definitely that period of time where, you know, we're yeah, looking at we're these both drafts. Hunting. And we're, yeah. Yeah. We're both hunting. like scrolling to see is there a secret guy down here that no one else saw that I'm going to be a super genius if I take? Well, the tough balance nope. too is that there's, you know, the injury guys. Like your Walker Bueller one is super upsetting because it was such a good pick. Uh, <laughs> another, I don't. I think he just picked the wrong guy, by the way. Guthrie might want to go back. I don't think he meant to um, take um, Yeah, I think you need oh, to fix okay. that. Hold on. And I, I mean, took Davis. There we go. I almost did that with Josh Bell because there's two Josh Bells. Yeah, it can happen. So poor Guthrie took Brendan Davis, who doesn't have a team. So. And mm -hmm. the pick? Is uh Joey Manessis. So at least he has a team. He does have he's a he's a player on a team. <laughs> All right. There's a couple prospects that are definitely falling that still have some value. I'm gonna kill I take Ian Anderson because I don't have a catcher, so I'll just uh take him. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that might push me to just lock up uh Danny Jansen. If you do that, uh, Merrill Kelly. Merrill. Merrill's on my list. Uh, there's Jamison Tyone. And then probably some more pitchers. What about, uh, yeah, Jack Leiter? Where is he going to go? Not Maybe here. He 
Nah, I think Taj Bradley might still be out there. Tink Hens, Mick Abel, those guys should all go above him. Taj went. Okay, so there's a couple. I mean, I think you're. I think maybe with the last pick, but I don't know. There's a big question. I like him, but I think there's a big question mark on him right now for a lot of people. In this type of draft, I might not press to try to get him. Uh, Meyer's a good one. Uh, Dahlback, Eovaldi, Burleson. Pele died. They died today. Yeah, just now. I guess it's on ESPN. I didn't don't know if I knew Pele was alive. Oh, okay. Pele is one of those things in my mind that was like a long time ago. Dude, Jeffrey Springs has been on my list the entire draft. <laughs> and I almost took him like seven rounds ago and I've just been waiting. It's and Sonny Gray for me. Sonny Gray has been on there for a million years for me. So yeah. Uh there's Curtis Mead. So I so think for this, this is one, all, go ahead. Go I ahead. would just say, I think when this is all said and done, I think we're probably going to dip into around a hundred prospects if people are curious. So we're going to have close to 400 picks and I'm going to say it's going to be between 75 and hundred qualified prospects. If someone wants to do the math for us after, I think that would be great, but we are now in the range where I really don't see anyone inside my top 50. And then there are definitely prospects that, um, uh, you got Logan O'Hoppy after Tyler Anderson went. There's definitely other prospects outside my top 50 that have gone. So I think we're in like 65 range. So that's why I think we're going to get near the 70s when we're all done. So I'm going to take uh, Danny Jansen here because that's just a good dynasty pickup. And uh, I have Harry Ford for the future. So both of those plays, so I can move Harry Ford to the bench. But yeah, so I think that's going to be like the prospect run when we're all said and done on this bad boy. There goes uh, warning, Warming Bernabel. Burnable. Burnable. Okay. Yes. Well, there's a guy right Not there. Not burnable. I always thought it was, but uh Arizona Fall League, he was referred Burn-able. to as Burnable every single game. So I will take their trust in it. That's an interesting sure. one. DJ LeMayhew, uh Emmanuel Rodriguez, who actually we just had a funny conversation with um with Frank on the podcast. We were talking about the P180Ps and the biggest risers and fallers and other risers. Emmanuel Rodriguez was one and he's like, I'm going to be honest with you. He's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he's like, who the hell is that? <laughs> and we did like a whole breakdown of, uh, of who he So was. give us the synopsis. Who is he? He's a guy uh, who okay. didn't play a lot of games, hit nine homers, 11 stolen bases, had some of the hardest hard hit numbers in the minors, but missed a whole bunch of time and only played low A. So he's kind of a value right now because people are just not up on him. Gyro. Jordan. What? Jordan Diaz. Gyro. gyro Isn't there ball? a gyro Diaz? Like J-A-I-R-O? Um, yeah, I, I don't think it said somewhere. gyro, but... Yeah, I know. Okay, Colton that, Wong. That's just my sarcastic. Yeah. Gyro. Uh, you said it. I'm, I like Max Meyer. is a great pick for next year, so I'm jumping okay, on that. I have one outfield way spot. Higher. So I'm just going to take Robert Hassel here. Oh, and, I have him on the list. Uh, and then I'm going to take just someone to fill in that spot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, you don't need to worry too much. Like in a dynasty, you might take more position stuff if you have minor league spots. We're not 100% jumping into all of this. So, like <clears throat> in a dynasty, you'd assume you'd have minor league spots. So, like Harry Ford, James Wood would get to move to those and you could pick up new players. So, I just want to point that out to people. Like, don't get hung up on like bench or if we're starting a minor leaguer because we would just have more either roster spots. You actually might go to like if you're doing minor leaguers and you're having a minor league system. You might go to like 35 rounds or 40 here in a dynasty, and then you'd be able to move some of these players. So like, you know, 
if I don't end up filling James Wood's spot, I would clearly fill his spot with a veteran player. But that's actually the only guy under that circumstance. Though I do have some injury players, like Scuba would have to come off. Meyer, uh, Max Myers also hurt. Like those players would have to come off for others. So just throwing that out, throwing out all that little extra information. How many? Um, how many minor league spots would you say in a league like this? Ten. In a 14, yeah, I'd say 10. 10 is like the good spot. That'd be like 140 minor leaguers. That's probably where we would go. So we would have more rounds or some people in dynasties as well will have sep. This is where it really blows your mind where you have separate minor league drafts. So then you'd be in a situation where James Wood and Robert Hassel would not be available. I don't hate that either. I think that's more for the second year, but I don't hate it. Like, like, oh, I actually I like that is, for the first year. I actually don't think that's bad even for the first year because then you can focus on the players. I but think that's how it we also, did the three sport. Uh, was we took we took no, like was, all veterans first in the big hole draft, you, and then we you did are a right minor league draft as a giant thing. So you could take like college football prospects, basketball, and baseball guys. And it, so. yeah, because we had two separate three sport drafts, and some might argue it's an advantage to it is kind of an advantage to the win now. Um, if you don't put them all in there, because it does, I will say it opens up strategies if it's an open world, because sure. you can have people that say, F it, I'm going to play for the future. Barry Baker's kind of doing that. He definitely has a solid team, but he took like Moreno, Alvarez, Kirilov, as uh, history works now, but you know, Peraza, Jackson, Merrill, Bernabel, uh, uh, Amador, like that's a little bit more even for the future. I don't even think that's for next year necessarily. And everyone might be playing win now if you don't have that minor league thing. So it just depends how you guys dig that stuff. I think both ways, either way is cool, but I just, I hope I don't want people to get too hung up on like full roster construction. Cause understand like, like let's just take a look for a second. I mean, Mr. Hat, by the way, has gone back into his pitching nonsense <laughs> and he's gone three straight, but this okay. guy, this guy is going to have a really good starting lineup, but he has absolutely nothing for the future where, Barry might have a lot of minor league guys for the future, but he's going to be able to slot them in the minor leagues and then put major league players up. So I just want people to keep that in mind when you're judging the rosters overall, because I'm totally for anybody that wants to go to in this It's a free post. We open up. And if you want to voice your opinion, like, Oh, I think this or this, or this is the team. Keep the context though, of the full build knowing, you know, at this point, Mr. Hat will have to pick up whatever minor leaguers are left, which may be good. And Barry is going to have to pick up major leaguers to fill those minor league spots, which may be good or not. It's you guys to decide. So I just want that to be a clear thing. A uh, bunch of picks here. We had uh, Cam Collier after you, Luis Garcia, Austin Meadows, Domingo Herman, Tanner Scott, Adam Wainwright, Ed, uh, Ed Howard, which ended the 25th round. We started the 26th with Jared Oliva, which is the most homer pick of all time by Chad because he has taken two U of A players and Bobby Dahlback <laughs> and, and Oliva. Cal Quantrill, Jose Quintana, Edward Oliveris, and Gavin Cross went to Guthrie. So again, we've got some of these prospects that are going in here. You are two picks away, so what are you doing? I'm just going to take Sonny Gray, get another veteran pitcher, fill in for my uh, Walker Bueller spot that I won't have this year. So There goes Jack Leiter. I actually yeah. did actually go, so... Uh, it that is probably more about me. I know, like, I'm gonna look at James's list here again, not to like give away his stuff, but like, he's not even on the dynasty list for him on the and his top whatever 500. So that's a little bit more of a me thing. He took him around 356, it looks like. Uh, because yeah, I have I've, I still I have lighters a top 100 guy, yeah, yeah. I figured he would go. Uh, and Sonny Gray goes, Sonny Gray, how does this happen to me in every draft that we do where in the last three rounds I get sniped? It's so stupid. 
it's just so ridiculous. I'll take stupid Andrew Haney then. Fine. You got a knack for it. Fine. Beat it. Who needs you? Who needs you? Uh, Ryan Nelson just went. All right. So this, uh, which one do I want to do? Uh, I'm going to do this one. I think you're just getting into value time. Take Noelvi. I'm going to take Noelvi Marte. Yeah. Uh, pick 360, uh, 361 or something like that. So yeah, I guess it's 361. So, and then coming back, I want to take a young pitcher. Cade Cavalli still out there. Who's going to be starting with Washington this year. And uh, he picked it up. There goes Heston Kirstead, Travis Darno, Yoan Moncada fell way down. And yeah, I think I'm going to go with young Cade Cavalli. There goes DL Hall, especially because now I, I don't know really who's left. Is T. Kens even left? I mean, that would be a good one. I thought Tink no? went. Yeah, he must have gone. I must have missed that earlier. Uh, pretty much the entire first round of pitchers have gone. Uh, did Mick Abel go? <clears throat> uh, Mick Abel? Did Mick you go? Abel. No, he's still out there. Mick Abel's still out there. There goes Eric Lauer. Um, Vesla just went. Okay. All right. And we've only got two more picks, so finish this bad boy out. Uh, let's, let's see. Go. Just in terms of minor leaguers on your list, we got Brooks Lee, um, Alex Ramirez, Brady House, Colson Montgomery, Edwin Arroyo, guys like that. So, oh, Tim Kent is still there. He's still there. Uh, is he? He didn't yeah. show up for me when I typed it in. Are you on all? Oh, yeah, there he is. Okay, now he did. That's weird. James Altman just went. So that actually is a little bit more difficult because um, I think Tink Hens is pretty study, but Cavalli is going to get some production here sooner, and I don't think they're crazy far apart. So I'm going to go with Cavalli here, and I can move Cavalli in the spot of Scooble, who's going to miss some time. So I've got a pretty young bench that's going on here. Shane Langoliers, uh, Bogman, your second-to-last pick is who? Uh, I'm going to take the market. Give Margo. Bases. Yeah, that's right. Because right. I took Robert Hassel with my last hitter pick. And he ain't going to play. So I got to put somebody in there. Give me that Margot. Margot. There goes Brooks Lee. I think that's a fantastic pick. Uh, if you're wondering the best players that are still out there, go Spencer Steer. According to like the just the score ADP stuff of uh, fan tracks, there goes Kevin Alcantara. It's not good. I mean, we're in the 400s. <laughs> Eduardo Rodriguez hasn't gone. Kikuchi, Corey Kluber, uh, Ranger Suarez. God, remember the Ranger nonsense last year. Marcus Stroman hasn't gone. He's still sitting out there. It's a lot of pitchers. Madison Bumgarner. Uh, let me look at the top hitters. Top hitters, Patrick Wisdom, Joey Gallo, uh, Will Myers, Yastrzemski, Carlos Santana, Josh Donaldson. Those are some of the dynasty players that have not gone uh, nearing pick 400. Ugh. We just had Oswaldo Cabrera, DeLauder, Herman Marquez, uh, Silseth, Melanson. There's a U of A nonsense by Chad Pavetta, uh, Rafaela, and we're going in the final picks, man. This is it. Uh, Bubba Thompson. What are you looking to do to finish it out? You got to go with a young prospect. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm just going to take Tink. I think it's a good one. That's a pretty good one. I've taken two. I have two bench uh, pitchers right now: Max Meyer and Scooble, who are injured. There goes Joey Gallo. I've got Harry Ford, Marte with Josh Naylor. And my final pick, I think I'm going to go with George Valera. Just going to say it out loud. I'm going to go with Valera for. You're going to take Valera. You're not going to. You mean you're not going to take uh, Noah Syndergaard? But the Dodgers are going to fix him. Well, I actually have him cute. I have him on my list. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah, Hassan Kim is actually a really great pick. 
That's a good one. <laughs> I'm I'm totally in on uh, Syndergaard getting reestablished by the Dodgers. That's what they do. I mean, we can laugh yeah. about it. You can laugh no, about no, it. No, no, like, no. Okay, all right. Don't be offended. Jesus Christ. I'm not offended. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, I'll draft you're, him. You're coming I'm off a little defensive, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just... Uh, I, I just think it's funny. Like, uh, Syndergaard's been a couple places. He's fine. I just don't think that – I think he's lost it. I, I don't think he's fixable. So I think he'll be okay, but I don't think they're going to turn him back into what he was. I think that's over with. So, yeah, and it might be. Uh, uh, I, and so you passed on him, He's going to go undrafted. He's not getting – uh, you know, he's going to go 100% undrafted. Uh, I'm surprised Mick Abel, uh, Luis Ortiz got a lot of push from uh, Eno. He's going undrafted. Ken Waldachuk just went – Jorge Soler, the final two picks of the Dynasty Draft, which we're just going to fall short of 400 players going. There goes Luis Ortiz, uh, second to last pick. Oh, it's better than I'll look real bad. I and then the final was. pick was, no, it's Syndergaard. It wasn't was really. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Thank you, Vinny. Jeez, make me look Vinny bad. With the final pick in this draft. So uh, let's do uh, let's do a quick recap here, Boggs. This is what my team looks like as far as like just starting stuff. I've got Danny Jansen at catcher. My infield is Vinny Pasquantino, Cattell Marte, Alex Bregman, Ahmed Ahmed Rosario. Corner middle is Miranda and Bryson Stott. My outfield is Carol Harris. I do have James Wood in there. Uh, Lars Newtbar, Brennan Davis. So a couple young prospects. I'd have to get some veterans in. I have Shohei Otani at utility, which this is under the circumstance of a daily. So we can move him. Uh, my pitchers, I've got Aaron Ashby, Tyler Glasnow, Kershaw, May, Severino, Soroka, Cavalli with Batista and Hader as closer. My bench as Josh Naylor, who I got to get that outfield qualification for. I screwed that up. Harrison for uh, Harry Ford, Max Meyer, Noel V. Marte, Tariq Skubal, and George Valera. So this is not, I pivoted off. This is not a win this year team. I went to uh, full on next year. And I didn't, I'm not looking at this as like three, four years down the line. This is a full-on next-year team. The only player that is not in real competition for next year is James Wood. That's the only one of these guys. You could argue maybe Harry Ford, but uh, Max Mayer will be back. Noel V has a shot to get third base even this year. Maybe you could argue him. Valera is going to get a shot this year at third base. I'm going to have a killer pitching staff. I did fall short on power, which is kind of a disappointment. That, that's the only thing that I was thinking of when looking yeah. at the squad. Was I? My question is, and we got to remember Otani because he's down at Util, right? And he's uh, qualifies at two positions. So, yeah, you know, he's going to hit 40. Um, do we have enough power on this team? That was my one question. We don't. I mean, if you're looking at uh, projections, I think Danny Jansen, Pasquantino are both over 20. I think Pasquantino is close to 30. Bregman is like a 20. Um, Carol, it, Carol and Harris are not really. Pro- I think Harris is projected there, but there's not a lot of other guys. But I can get 20 out of Harris, Carol. I think I can get it from Stott. I think I can get 20 out of almost every single one of these guys. I'm doing very good mm-hmm. on stolen bases. Otani, Michael, Harris, Carol are going to carry me. I got Rosario, who's going to get close to 20. My batting average is also, I think, very good with, again, Harold, uh, uh, Michael Harris, Corbin Carroll. Miranda's a high batting average guy. I made Rosario. But I really did kind of falter on, um, on the power. I, if I had to give myself a rank, I think this is like a... B to B plus team in dynasty. I'm not the happiest with it. I really do love what I did with the pitching staff outside of that stupid Kershaw thing. I think I got future closers. I've got great pitchers for next year. I'm very excited about that. I got some good youths here that maybe I can make a few trades, but this is like a B to B plus dynasty build. Um, I, I could have done better. 
Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty strong. Um, want to go to my team here? Yep, let's hear it. All right, I got Logan O'Hoppy at catcher, then Freddie Freeman, Brandon Drury, Manny Machado, Tim Anderson, Oof, love that. Rowdy Telez, Thyroid Estrada, uh, <laughs> Thyro Estrada, Juan Soto, T. Oscar, Mitch Hanniger, Jeff McNeil, Manny Margot, and Josh Bell as my hitters, my pitching staff, uh, my starters. I got Logan Gilbert, Freddie Peralta, Robbie Ray, Walker Bueller with Frankie Montas and Tink Hentz on the bench. And then my closers, I got Edwin Diaz. Um, I got uh, Clay Holmes and Ryan Presley and Jordan Romano. I like this team. Oh, my bench, my bench. Uh, Lawler, Veen, Manaya, Hassel, Heaney, and Tink. Uh, it's a pretty a good team, man. There's some stuff I'm not like the biggest fan of, but at the same time, though, like he got like Soto core outfield. You got a great infield, a solid dynasty catcher. You do have a lot of saves you're going to be able to pull out this year. You didn't quite sacrifice pitching, but I will say your your pitching lacks something to be desired this year. When in I the get, yeah, when I get Bueller. Bueller back, I think I'm I'm sitting in a better spot. So and the closers, um, I you know part of my reasoning you're for taking four, four closers. Well, and also if my team is bad this year for whatever reason and I need to rebuild, you get a lot for closers in uh, dynasty formats. So. Uh, because you can kind of take advantage. So I think they're worth more post-draft, to be honest. Uh, but the uh, speed is my question here. But I ha- I feel like I have enough to piece it together. Like if Machado doesn't zero out, which he might, uh, but Freddie will get some, Soto will get some. Uh, it's okay. Anderson you're you're, you're, you're going to fall up. behind on most weeks. Is Yeah, I think, I think out of 14, I'm probably 9 or 10, Yeah, you know, somewhere in that range. But I think everything else, including power, uh, which I when I started, uh, I thought I was lagging a little bit, but I, I think I've made up for it. So uh, I think I'm doing OK with this team. I feel I feel good. And I tell you what, doing a dynasty draft, just this makes me want to do like 10 more right now. Yeah. You know, I want to do like more dynasty drafts all in a row. Oh, and, and see, I, I want to point this out, too. This is like the first dynasty draft we've done this season. So, like, I think it would be beneficial to do more yeah, because I get, I get to take this. And, and I don't I don't I hope I mean, I want you guys to, like, learn a lot from this. But I also want you to learn, like, you don't have to look and be like, man, this person sucked or that person was awesome or whatever it is. Just look at the builds because we can now build off. I kind of know some things I would change. I, I know some things I would go in do a little bit differently i do want to win now a little bit more i gave serious thought to uh freddie freeman even in the second round you know the austin riley stuff i feel like i let throw me off a little bit because i felt like that would have really built a core that i would have then probably tried to go michael harris coming back if it would have worked um i also maybe need to give myself like say screw it because harper i have valued way higher and i talked myself off because he's not going to qualify at outfield here's my worry not just about this year, a little bit worried that he wasn't going to qualify it next year if he doesn't get the games. Cause I don't think when he comes back, he's going to play in the outfield a ton and he might not, that might be two years. You don't get it. And that's kind of a problem, but I still valued him higher. So there's things I would do different. So I think this is a really good exercise in the basic core of what some of these can look like. Let's do, look at a couple teams. Let's look at Vinny's on down on the farm. Cause he had the number one overall pick for just a second. His okay. roster, Will Smith, his infield, Cron, Arise, Rojas and Turner. It's okay. I like the Turner pick. Everything else is okay. Um, corner middle is Mancini Horner. 
His outfield is a Rosarena, Garrett Mitchell, uh, Stephen Kwan, Dalton Varsho, and Benintendi with a util of a catcher at Alejandro Kirk. His pitching staff is Cease Gonsolin, Nola, Rasmussen, and then it's like Lauer, Syndergaard, Derek, uh, Deal Hall. He's also got Karen Chak and Bednar at closers. His, it's all prospects on the bench. Volpe, Colas, uh, Pico Armstrong, Gabriel Gonzalez, Kyle Harrison, and Gavin Williams. So I don't love the first, even though he had the first overall pick, I wouldn't have taken Turner first overall. That's I would have taken Julio Rodriguez hands down. I think there's some a lot of power missing, even though you've got like Varsho and you've got Kron, but you also got like Quan, uh, Quan and Garrett Mitchell and Horner and Rojas and Arise. I mean, I think there's a power problem I think- there. I mean, and I don't really love the he's pitching. He's pieced it either. together, yeah, kind of like I did with stolen bases. But I would, I would rather piece together stolen bases than power. Yeah. So, well, also, I felt like this, like midway through, might have started to adjust because, like, he took like Garrett Mitchell, and then he has an entire bench of prospects that he wanted to get some of that future value. I think it's okay, but again, you went Cease and Gonsolin, and you went Cease and Nola, which your first three picks, you took two pitchers, and then. You didn't take another pitcher until the 12th round. And I think that shows. I think that really shows on this that I think it was a little bit all over in the build. So I don't think there was a big first uh, pick advantage. Let's. I've got two others I wanted to look at. If you got one more, please throw it out. Let's look at Mr. Hats. We got to look at that one because <laughs> that one was a crazy construct. And uh, he went all pitching. So let's talk about the pitching for a second. He took advantage of the no RP spot and he went Corbin Burns, Garrett Cole, Brandon Woodruff, he got you Darvish, Luis Garcia, Joe Musgrove, Carlos Rodon, Justin Verlander, and Logan Webb. That's the starting pitching staff. No one's beating that. He's going to probably take wins, strikeouts every single week. You got a good shot at whip and ERA, if we're being fair. He will never win saves because he's punted the category. Uh, he also, his entire bench is pitchers. Merrill this... Kelly, Eovaldi, Wainwright, Quantrill, Marquez, and Pavetta. So what's up he on the He picked fast, too. I'm starting to feel like this was an auto-pick team. I don't think uh, so. I, I don't think so. Not with how the build was. You they wouldn't do it like this. I, I don't they would. Think so. Fantrax does. They, they fill they fill your your spots first. But remember, they go by the score on auto, and pitchers get high scores. So I, I'm starting it like just looking at. I, I didn't notice it. Uh, if if he was on auto, obviously we would have flipped him out of there. I'm starting to think because the entire bench is starting pitchers too. So well, I think that's that part of the trade. Maybe maybe not. not. I don't know. That's it's all a good point. But the the hitters though. Cal Raleigh at catcher. His it's got to be all power here. That's Cronenworth, really Simeon, Suarez, Baez. This is why I don't think it's a it's an auto thing because okay. it, there's a there's a, a theme to what they did. Is he went all power like you said? And what's the thing with pitching? You punt a category, so what do you do? You dominate the other four. He did a good job at that. If you're gonna punt in hitting, you don't want to punt power because power is gonna get you runs, RBI, and homers. So you can at least take three categories. Right. So. His strategy is I have, but he has to win. I just want to point out he has to win seven categories every single, well, really six, I suppose, but he's got to win those categories. And he went full power. His infield is Cronenworth, Simeon, Suarez, Baez. His corner middle was Walker Torres. His outfield was uh, Whit Merrifield, Renfro, Seth Brown, Austin Hayes, Tommy Pham with Brandon Lau at Util with no other like utility guys. Cronenworth and, uh, Cronenworth and Witt are just not fitting in this. They don't really either. fit the, but so, he, I think he started his first, one of his weird. first hitters was, it was actually um, Simeon. And then his next hitter was Torres. And then he went Cronenworth. So it was almost like he was kind of filling out that, you know, cause Cronenworth can fit it first. 
but then he just went all power. So I agree. They don't fit that. I just don't like it. Like I love, yeah. I know what he did. I think he did a good job with the strategy that he was doing. His pitching staff is absurd, but this is dynasty. This is not what I would do in dynasty to be fair. Um, in a, in maybe in a year or two, when you get more hitters built around this pitching, he could be unstoppable, but you got to make sure the pitchers stick around. Verlander will probably be gone. Darvish might be gone. But I mean, you got Burns. You, I don't even know if I said Garrett Cole, by the way. He has Burns and Cole and all those guys. Um, it's just not something I would do. This is a very redraft based strategy that got put to Dynasty that I just don't like it. Yeah. But maybe someone uh, will. Maybe you. someone will freaking yeah. love it. I, uh, I mean, look, the the one thing uh, that, that, you know, is kind of constant in every Dynasty league is that people have to pay for pitching when you're trading for it. Yeah. So maybe there's something there with I'm going to hoard all this pitching and make everyone trade. So it's it's interesting, but it's very strange. So uh, the other one I want to take a look at is Barry Baker's because Barry, I think, is probably the close. I don't think no one did a full on sell. No one did a sell job and said, I'm going with all young prospects. Barry was the closest one to do it. So his roster, because this is not a win now, and I don't think this is a win next year. I think this is a win over the next couple of years. You're trying to build it. And here's what his team looked like. Gabriel Moreno with the seventh seventh round pick. Miguel Vargas, his infield is Miguel Vargas, Brennan Rogers, Ryan McMahon, and Alberto Mondesi. His corner middle was Jose Ramirez and then Marco Luciano. His outfield was Bellinger, Eloy, Kirilov, Esturi, Chris Morel with a util of uh, Francisco Alvarez. His pitchers, he took Edward Cabrera, George Kirby, Strider, Urias. That's a really good core right there. Dre Jameson, Bruce Dark Gratterall, Corey, uh, Cody Morris, Ken Waldachuk, and then his out is uh, reserves. He has one extra reserve. He didn't fill out a pitching spot. He took all hitters. Dylan Carlson, Oswald Peraza, Jackson Merrill, Bernabel, Amador, Moncada, and Outman. So it's a win in three years strategy, you know? Yeah, uh, I just, I got to say, I don't like it. I just don't like, I don't think these were the players that like, if I'm going to do this, this is my point. If I'm going to do this strategy, I'm going to go all in and say, F it. Why am I going to care about um, any of these other players? Why, honestly, why would I care that high about pitching? He took Strider in the second round. I do love his pitching staff, but just go all in and just get all of the top prospects. Uh, you know, he should have taken Carroll. You know, he, he could have taken Carroll with the second pick and then he could have taken Gunner with the third pick and then just go down the line and just fully punt because this one is too far off from half in, half out to me that it's just going to take a couple more years. And there's just some pieces in here that, I don't know, it just don't make sense to me, like why I would push into it. But he also got great values. Kirloff works back out. Bellinger works back out. There's some really good pieces in here. Barry's a monster with prospects. He knows his stuff, so I don't question that at all. I just, again, I don't, I don't love the build. I don't know yeah. about you. No, it's not my favorite. I don't like the uh, play. I don't like, like you said, half in, half out. Um, you know, I guess, you know, you have to take up at the top. You got to take the, the big time players because those guys are going to get you trade value for sure. But yeah, yeah, I I'm with you. No half stepping. Let's were there any the other teams? Uh, I mean, there were a couple. I want to see what Toronto looks like because he didn't take a picture until round nine. I believe he waited the longest. I, I actually so. I thought I was about to say. The two teams I thought uh, there, there were three teams I thought that had really good builds just off of the first basic look uh, Toronto, uh, Aaron and Dan Snyder, I thought were really interesting. Uh, but Toronto's team was Romuto at catcher. His infield was Matt Olson, Edward Julian as a starting second baseman, but then Arenado and Fernando Tatis at short. 
His corner middle was Ringifo and Xander Bogarts. His outfield was McCarthy, uh, Brian Reynolds, Seiya Suzuki, Alec Thomas, Mike Trout, and Util of Ian Happ. So now the pitching, Brandon Bayo, Hunter Brown, Joe Ryan, Tiedemann, Brandon Fott, Barrios, with Tanner Scott, Kenley Jansen, and Soto at catcher, and then bench of Kowser, Tamar Johnson, Alec Burleson, Jose Quintana, DeLauder, and Rafaela. So the pitching is yeah pretty trash. Yeah, it, it's it's I a love little. I love the hitter core. Yeah, this is you're trying to uh, you know you're trying to to hit the middle here, and it didn't work. I think so. This is like. I think in general, I'm going hitting over pitching. Like I said at the top, that's why, you know, first four rounds, um, I didn't take a pitcher. And then I took, you know, a reliever as my first pitcher uh, off uh, off the board here. But I think this is a little, you're going a little too far, no pitching. So yeah. it might work out. It could. If fought, or how, how do we say it? Brendan fought. fought yeah. Okay. If fought and Tiedemann both come up and make an impact this year, you might be sick. They won't. Pretty. Well, fought might. Tiedemann won't. But like, Next year, you could have maybe both of those guys. I love that. I, I think there's a core, but I'm, let me throw it back to this. I think there's like... Who's the some, ace? Well, he doesn't have an ace. I would say the yeah. closest... He doesn't even have one that's close, actually. Um, Joe Ryan, maybe the closest. But like Fott, Tiedemann, and Hunter Brown for the future could be your big core. Here's my problem. This, again, isn't a next year win team. This is like... Two, Not those hitters. two or three years. Uh, the hitters yeah. are awesome. The hitters are going to keep you involved in it. Alec Thomas is a great buy. I think you did it. This is one of the probably better we're going to see of, of player of like constructed rosters that don't have holes on the offense. Like I don't think a, yeah. second base is a hole for him and he didn't pick up a, a veteran to fill that spot, but everything else He's is got really Rengifo. solid. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I guess for And then he yeah, needed another middle infielder to fill that spot the middle infield spot, but the pitching staff is just going to hold behind. But again, this is what these dynasties look like. This is what the, all the builds go with. Here's what I would love is if you guys check this out over on Patreon, let me hear your top three, rank your top three. And uh, maybe Boggs, when we post that, we can say, you know, if you want drop rank your top three teams, one through 14 of who they are, what your favorite is. Um, You know, I don't know. We think we can change the name or anything like that. It'd be interesting just to put numbered teams. So people don't know who it is, but so they're not voting for you or I, or maybe they won't at sure, all. Sure. But like, you know, feel free to give us a rank and I'll take a look back at it. Maybe we'll reference it next week on uh, who got the most, what the top three looks like, and we can give an average on these teams. But great job by everybody. Lots of different builds. Go to inthisleague.com if you guys want to check out those builds. And it might give you a really good, cool idea of what you're looking for in your dynasty leagues. Inthisleague.com also, you can get my dynasty list, my prospect list, the redraft. Bogman is already working on his redraft list, which is going to be out. And we are going to two episodes in 2023, just right back at it. We're going to get right back into the baseball stuff. All full throttle, baby. Yeah, we're going full throttle, baby, back into baseball. So make sure you guys are locked in with us. Uh, You guys can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. You can rate and review, but come in and sign up on the Patreon. If you guys want to support us, you want to be a part of all the crazy stuff, you want to be involved in mocks like this, and you want access to everything we're doing to get you prepped for the 2023 baseball season. So that's final episode of 2022. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. And we are back to full time right off the jump. So hopefully you guys are going to be with us right here on the In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast. For Bogman, I'm Welsh. Peace, friends. Be safe. For you. Lucky. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.